Hey guys, welcome to the Super Show podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and today I'm joined with uh, Alex and Jamie. Flipped it on you guys this time. So how does that feel? Is it, is it usually the other way around? Yeah. I don't know, actually. Did you flip it? Flipped it and reversed it. Yeah. You're taking me back to ATG, day, ATG days now. Like, hi, welcome to All Time Gaming. I'm Chris. Yeah, I'm Jamie. I'm Alex. So, yeah. No, it's more like, I'm Jamie. That's oh, what, oh, you oh, guys Jamie. make me sound like a fucking dog whenever you do my voice. I'm I'm a, I'm a human being. If we were dogs, you'd be you'd be a bulldog for sure. Uh, that's fine. Bulldog. I doesn't mean I sound like one. If I did my impressions of you two, you would not be best pleased. I'm not going to do it. I'm too polite. And it's the first one minute of a podcast. It could be someone's first podcast. What do I know? I don't hey. want them to think you're dogs. Okay, well, if it is someone's first podcast, how would you welcome them, Jamie? I'd say... Welcome to Dick City, population us. <laughs> wow. Does that mean that we're dicking each other? That's weird, No, dude. no, no, no. We no, are that's... dicks. We don't do the dick. Well, we no, the you, you, you should say welcome to Dick City, population you. Like, you know the, the Pokemon Doug Trio, where it's like yes. three? Yes. It's like that, but we're, they're dick all dicks, trio. and they're all us. We've got like three dicks with our faces on them. So we are super, the super show Dick Trio. Okay, well, uh, the fastest way for us to get uh, <laughs> demonetized on YouTube, because we are a podcast that is on YouTube. We're also on uh, podcasting platforms of your choice. For now, who knows when they kick us off? Uh, you know, so Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Deezer, fucking iHeart, I don't know. And Just search for it. But it, it, otherwise, just go to Spotify, iTunes. What are you doing with your life? But also needs to be said that we are on internet radio. We are rolling with the times, my boys, because we are on paisleyradio.com. And you can catch us there. Thursdays at 10 p.m. And uh, listen to our dulcet tones. Aren't you lucky? Uh, That's like a weirdly full circle because you imagine that podcasts replaced radio and now internet <laughs> radio is replacing the podcast. So there yeah, you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm just waiting. You know, the, the next step is going to be um, Morse code and Telegram. We're going, we're going all the way back, <laughs> you know, so uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. But yeah, big shout out to Paisley Radio. Thank you for kind of hosting our show and uh yeah please don't kick us off just because we talk about dicks in the first minute of each and every single fucking podcast ah <sighs> well fellas as of last week we we decided to kind of change things up a bit and start with the story and then get into the housekeeping and you know what we're fucking keeping that train going because can you believe it the day has come mass effect legendary edition has finally been announced after almost like a gajillion fucking leaks and rumors <laughs> and speculation. It's finally fucking here. What do you guys feel yeah. of that? I mean, because yeah, I think that's actually the most direct answer to your question when you said, <laughs> can you believe it? The answer is, yes, I can believe it. Because <laughs> um, this is a game or a collection of games that we knew about in some way, shape or form for God knows yeah. how long now. But hey, we can at least take some satisfaction from the fact that it's real, right? Like, yeah, it's here and victory. you're happy. It, it's it's almost like EA's worst kept secret, but hey, exactly. Um, it, it's cool. So it finally exists, and I know I know both of you are. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to say both of you because <laughs> Jonesy's got a, a a patchy history with Mass Effect, if ever there was <laughs> yeah. one. But but Jamie, exactly. you you are a big fan of Mass Effect. Uh, I mean. Yeah, the, I think the difference was that between perhaps myself and Jonesy is where Jonesy, weirdly enough, came to it around Mass Effect 3 <laughs> and then went backwards yeah, exactly, yeah. in reverse chronological order. <laughs> only, no, only, only to 2. Didn't even yeah, bother exactly. with 1. Well, like, went backwards to 2, but then not to 1, but then... Uh, yeah. 
I don't know what Jonesy thinks the storyline of Commander Shepard is, but it's very strange and fractured by this point. I think Jonesy often gets Mass Effect and Memento confused because he experienced them both in similar ways. Yeah, um, just, Jonesy oh, just talk about to your his own experiences. The tattoos. <laughs> talking about my my experiences with Mass okay. Effect. Yeah, you, you see you see what's happened there. Hold on, you see what's happened there. Is Jonesy's just looked at the tattoo on it that he's had a new fresh tattoo on his hand saying. Don't believe Jamie's lies. Bit of a <laughs> oh, one of the yeah. reference there for I've you. Got, um, right. Just here off screen, you can't see. I've got um, uh, Polaroids all down here of your pictures on. Yeah, wow. He's shaking the Polaroid. Remember to fuck Rex. <laughs> um, I, I, Mass Effect for me was like I think the first one came out. What was it? Oh seven or something like that. So oh, Mass geez. Effect was weirdly enough not to make you two feel as old as you actually are because you are quite old. Just wow. Saying. Why don't you, why don't but, you go fuck yourself? But yeah, okay. Mass Effect was like. The Mass Effect games came out for me between the ages of something like 14 to 19. Like These were like prime-time teenage year RPGs for me. And of course, they just so happened to be a handful of, or maybe three of, depending on your perspective, the best <laughs> sci-fi stories told in video game forms. Certainly ones with that very classic... Uh, you know that trademark Bioware spin of you know dialogue choices and yeah. car- you know carving your own path through that universe and the characters you pick up and fuck or kill <laughs> or leave to die along the way. Um, and marry? Well, can you marry them? I don't think Commander Shepard ever officially gets married. Nah, he, he's he, like James he, Bond. Yeah, he's if not. If he a, does, they'll just die. Yeah, he's not a ball and chain kind of dude. So you know. No. Uh, but okay, um, yeah. We, Here's, here's a bit of trivia for you fellas. The only Mass Effect game I've ever played is Andromeda. Oh, oh wow. God. And you there spent you most of a video we made of Andromeda back in the day hating it. I just remember you sat there being like, what the fuck are we doing with our spare time? <laughs> it, it was literally the most horrible thing. And then I had to edit those fucking Let's Plays as well. It was ridiculous. It wasn't that bad. It you? was like, horrible. So time, it was man. so bad. But I will, I will say this. Um, running a gaming channel on as ATG, you know, we did loads of lists that included Mass Effect and all the various little facets and, <clears throat> and trivia and this, that, the other. And um, yeah, it, it seems like a fucking cool trilogy. Am I going to pick this up? I just don't think I have the time. I, I wish I did have the time and then I'd fucking be all over it. But there you go. Like, come Should on, not- dude, like three fucking full length no. Bioware RPGs in one. I'm not, that's the thing. I'm not here to disagree with you. Like, this is something that if you had said to me, going into, like, let's say, the start of this generation, more or less, yeah. around 2013, what would I have wanted to come back, especially in a package like this? Mass Effect would have been so near the top of the list. Yeah. But I think, like so many people have experienced with remasters or remakes this year, what you really want to do is re-experience the highs from your memories of those games. And what your memories don't account for, Chris, is exactly what you're talking about, which is the fact that if you want to see through <laughs> the story of The Shepherd, you're looking at three back-to-back, super long RPGs with all their DLC. You're looking at hundreds and hundreds of hours of story. And for some people, that's perfect. For others, they look at that and think, even in as unknown a time as spring 2021, where the <laughs> fuck are we going to be with our lives? And uh, yeah, like you know, you but, two, like, you've you, both you, got kids running around. Like you know, you know when this game, this game has missed the fucking trick, right? This or this collection, rather, it should have come out at the start of lockdown. True, that's when True. it should have come out, and they would have fucking absolutely bossed it. Or do you See, know? I, what? I, oh, sorry, Jonesy. Yeah, when I, I would have. I thought Chris was going to say it, but I would have said it would be um, uh, now would be a good time for them to come out because the launch titles uh, for the Xbox and the, the the five aren't that amazing. And if 
people are going to have time off over Christmas, etc., etc. Dude, and you, I think you, I think now would be a great time. To you sort are of, uh, so delusional. Now is the worst time. The I, worst well, not time. now. Like in, in a couple of weeks, like um, uh, yeah, after I, launches even, are done, like even beginning worse. of Christmas. Begin- beginning uh, of Christmas. Oh right, you're right, you're right. When Cyberpunk comes out, yeah, good, good time to release another game. But Cyberpunk's still not going to be. Um, well, when I say release, then I mean if they had their next gen, uh, like because this is specifically is around next is the 4K um, updates and stuff that are going to drop when the game comes out. Is that right? Or is well, yeah, it so, so be it's one of those. So it's remastered and optimized for 4K uh, with targeted enhancements specifically for Xbox Series X and the PS5. So yes. Because we're still going to be waiting for a decent stretch after like Cyberpunk comes out and a lot of the other titles released. We're still going to be waiting for those um, next-gen upgrades. And so if they could have come out with a like 4K-compatible um, Mass Effect remasters like Christmas time, I would have been all over it. Because I, 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 I still want... Those, those games are visual feasts. If you could said to me you could see Shepard in gorgeous 4K reproduced, <laughs> I would have been playing some um, of the old school games on the PlayStation 5. But hey, I still want to see what space looks I, like I, in 4K. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of with Chris where I just think at the moment, like everything that's on my mind is Assassin's Creed, Spider-Man, Watch Dogs, Call of Duty, and so on and so forth. There's no time in there for yeah. replaying three games that are all... Either at like almost a decade old or older, I, it just it seemed a bit much. I'm going to go between the two of you and say the perfect time would have been July August because we went into lockdown and remember we still had games like Doom and Final Fantasy and The Last yeah. of Us and Tsushima. It was late summer um, and I guess early autumn. Remembering my uh, my uh, what are they called seasons. That's what <laughs> um, yeah. the old seasons. Wow. Those wow. seasons. Yeah, school, school's uh, school's um, really done a number on they, you. They, okay. they, they come and go so fucking quickly. Why should I remember what they're called? Um, <laughs> I think that would have been an interesting time for it. But then again, there's also a part of me that thinks, kind of like what you said, Chris, there's never a good time for three Mass Effect games to come out at once, <laughs> which is kind of what this is. Okay, so here's here's something that I found really interesting because part of the leaks and rumours that were coming out did not necessarily... So, or let me put it this way. It's part of the leaks and rumors that kind of brought up the idea of this uh, single package trilogy hasn't actually come to fruition. And, and I wonder if you guys are, are with me on this, okay? Because, yes, as, as Jonesy mentioned, it's coming out in spring 2021 for Xbox One, PS4, and PC, and forward compatibility Xbox Series X and PS5. Where's the Switch? Yeah. The, oh, the leaks. No, no, the leaks, the leaks, the, the fucking whole... Oh, look, the, it's, leaks. It's, the leaks, it's, Jonesy. The leaks, Jonesy. Where are the leaks coming from? Um, we, the, t- we talked the about this before. The, the box art was about... like Switch and stuff. No, 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 I, I, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. But <laughs> I, I think it's a bit of a travesty. Where, are the, where is the fucking... I couldn't care less about it not coming to the Switch. <laughs> I feel like travesty might be a strong word. I think these games would be cool on the Switch. But what? No. What do you mean? Why not? Why not? Because because these. So okay, this touches on a slightly different point that I was going to make about this. So I'll tie the two together. Why I would argue that the fact these aren't remakes and are remasters. Usually, I say that's I get annoyed with that because I think like why are you just remastering it? You should remake the game because they are so good when you do a full remake. As with Mafia, like Mafia One was a remake, it was great. Mafia that's, Two that, wasn't a remake. Was a remaster. That's, like, that's like me asking you why do you run to the bus stop instead of running the London Marathon. They're completely different. <laughs> like, what? What do you mean? So, okay, so this is what I'm saying. So, okay, so when they did with the Mafia trilogy, they remade Mafia One and it was Correct. brilliant, right? Yeah, it looked yeah. great, it yeah. played great. Yeah. 
Mafia 2, they just remastered and it was pretty ropey. Yeah. If they'd have remade it, it would have yeah, been so you, much better. You, you're saying that so nonchalantly, like they're just like it's a like a binary choice. Like, oh, why don't we remake no, this? I, as I know. Remastering it. Yes. Like, oh yeah, let's come up with the tens of millions of dollars. It <laughs> yeah. Would I, I'd, love, I'd love to be in that but meeting normally, where they're like, should, should we should we remaster or remake uh, Mafia Two? Normally, Hold on a second, let me flip actually, this fucking yeah, Chris, coin. They just have two columns on a whiteboard and they just put a little tick and like this is a remake. Of course they do. No, it's it's a wheel of fish. They spin the wheel of fish and they spin the wheel of the fish. Trout if lands they, on the remaster. They look. They could have just shaken that magical money tree and they could have remade <laughs> Mafia 2 yeah. but normally normally I would say that I'd say always go for the remake oh sorry the remaster yeah the remake but when it comes to remasters Mass Effect is perfect because those these sort of RPG space game it is it is all about the story the visuals the gameplay remake element of it is nowhere near as important to me it's all about the visuals and that I think you yeah. can do with remasters you can do with retexturing you can do with improving the character models you don't need to remake that game so okay. you see what I'm saying? Okay, it's, okay. It's different but hold on, Jonesy. Bring it back around to the point of why it why it doesn't matter that it's not on the Switch. And now this is the reason it doesn't matter it's not on the Switch is because I only care about seeing this game in gorgeous 4K, fully realised, and the Switch is 720p or whatever it is. It, it can't handle it. It's, it's a game that you want to play for the visual feast, and I do not want to play it on some mm. like fun little colour console that plays little dinky games for fun kids. Fun little colour like, console that plays dinky for. games for kids. Wow. Get out you know of your Chris, house, run into not, the road, and wait for, for a it. truck to run you over. That <laughs> is the most ridiculous statement it. you've the ever switch- said. The Switch is brilliant. The Switch is a great console. I've had a lot of fun with it. It is not for the, it is not for no, the Mass Effect remastered trilogy. It is for dinky little games for kids. Man. This is so funny given one of the things I'm going to be talking about later on. I also just want to note how funny it is as well that Jonesy almost goes into PR mode sometimes and for like the last half an hour hasn't been able to say the words 4K without also saying the words gorgeous. And it Gorgeous. sounds like he's on stage at E3. Gorgeous. Yeah. We're, you're going to be experiencing Gorgeous. the full Mass Effect trilogy in gorgeous 4K. That, that's yeah. what they always do. High they definition pixels. Like, it's not good enough to say the resolution. You have to give an adjective. In gorgeous 4K. You can replay oh, the full trilogy wow. in gorgeous 4K. Well, okay, but look. It's but- like when, um, you know, when they say, um, uh, when they come up with a new term in, in, like, they say 4K, they say HDR, and then you get all those beauty adverts that start to use the terminology, even though it makes no sense. HD makeup you- and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like HD, it'll be HDR brows soon. Get your HDR brows. HDR brows. Oh, my God. Yeah. What, one t- 120 hertz uh, <laughs> fucking. Look, yeah. mascara. Or the highest uh, refresh rate lashes on the market. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, uh, as Jonesy did mention, uh, there is a focus on visuals, uh, namely resolution and frame rate, or gorgeous resolution and uh, uh, <laughs> ex- exceptional frame rate with overhaul textures, characters, shaders, effects, blah blah blah. But worth noting, fellas, that you know, as we said, it's it's not a remake, but according to you know the the PR the actual PR spin, not the Alex Jones PR spin. It is a modernized experience. So here's a question I've got. Okay, let's say you're playing it on PS5 or Xbox Series X. Where what X did a bit the of X, a, the Sean Connery? Yeah, a bit of a, a bit of a tribute cake. to to good old Mr. Connery. I thought you'd been gold member. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's a serious you, X. <laughs> you've thrown me now. No. Um, okay, so in Mass Effect, the whole fucking elevator scenes were because it was busy fucking loading oh. shit, right? Now, you don't need to worry about that, but you're still going to have these fucking long-ass, boring conversations. Like, are they just going to leave those in there? 
Well, they, they, they have, have to. They right? have to because that's fucking story and an exposition and fucking dog shit. It, it, it's legit fascinating. Like, don't get me wrong. If the the end result ends up being that the elevator sequences are only as long as they need to be, then that's great. But like. I got. I feel like there were elevator hidden loading screens in that game that would serve no exposition purposes or story purposes. They were just hidden loading screens. Yeah. So were those elevators that literally just the doors closed and the doors open now? Like, would it? They're gonna have to have <laughs> that, some like, arbitrary yeah, amount of time that the elevator. But even has to even if you even if you're in the exposition thing, right? Like, it because it's not really exposition, is it? it, it it's more filler. It's like nah, it's fluff. It's fluff. A yeah. Lot it's, of it. it's it's, it's, fluff. it's oh. So what did you do last night? Oh. I had a I had a Horlicks and then I fell asleep. Like no one's gonna care. So what all that's gonna happen is people are gonna be mashing X or whatever, fucking just to get rid of that scene, and then it just instantaneously loads into the next thing. Like why bother? Oh, uh, uh, actually, you're probably right. So you probably can. Yeah, maybe if you can skip it. Well, I wonder. Yeah, there'll be a setting where it's like skip elevators. Well, maybe. Like, have you guys seen the thing? Not to skip ahead to like next gen consoles too soon, but have you guys seen seen the thing on the PS5 where? Obviously, PS5, when you press the PlayStation button on the controller, you have these kind of cards and these activities, yeah. these slots. Oh, not the bloody card. the cards. <laughs> whatever I can't even remember the official name for them, but yes. Jonesy. No, it's, it's cards, I think. Those it's cards, cards okay. So one of the things that they do, I think, is in Spider-Man Miles Morales, <clears throat> is they have cards relative to certain activities or side missions yeah. that might happen at a certain point in the map. And if you press the button and go and scroll over to that card and hit X on that card... It will load back into the game, and you'll have fast traveled and started that mission. That's so it's mad. like now, instead of in the game having to swing <laughs> over to somewhere and start it yourself, you can start it from that menu. So that you do get into this weird stuff of instantaneous loading, or damn near <laughs> instantaneous loading, is becoming increasingly popular—not po- sorry, possible—with yeah. these SSDs. And EA, assuming they don't abuse it, and they might do because they're <laughs> fucking EA, are in a uniquely powerful position given how relatively old and undemanding a game like Mass Effect 1 is to do some yeah. fucking wild things if they want to. I don't think they will, based on some of the evidence I've heard, let's say. Yeah. Um, but still, the, the, there's interesting possibilities. It just kind of sucks that, as I kind of hinted at just then, a lot of what I've read <clears> behind <throat> the scenes, if you will, um, suggests that there's not that much going on with these remasters. Yeah, it's it's they're they're not breaking the mold in terms of remasters. It's not not like yeah yeah. This is yeah exactly. This is not a this is <laughs> to to Jonesy brought up the mafia stuff for anyone that played them. This is what they did to Mafia Two, not what they did to Mafia. Yeah, like I yeah. do not expect anything other than visual and frame rate improvements and yeah. minor tweaks in other. It's areas. You, you know what it is. It's Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, has a remaster with HD textures, and then they right. did a Final Fantasy VII remake. This is just the HD textures, or this is oh sorry, 4K textures like that. And the frame rate yeah. is like the frame rate's the frame rate because it's obviously running on faster hardware, like whatever. But yeah. I know loads of people are super amped for this, and while I'm not going to pick it up myself, I am excited that people are excited. And not only that, fellas, because they did announce also the quote-unquote, next chapter of the Mass Effect universe, uh, and it's in the early stages of development. Some might say they're on the Earth stage 
of development. Oh, but yeah, yeah. There okay. you go. Well, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, are you going to explain they... that or are you just... What, no, going to leave doing? that hanging okay. in the air like a, like a stinky fart, but there you go. Fair enough. What they did... So are they gonna, are they going to name it? So we had Andromeda last. Are they just going to pick the next galaxy, do you reckon? Yeah, like, what's it, like Ganymede or something? No, Ganymede's a moon, isn't it? Well, that's the bad guy no, from the Legend star. of Zelda, Chris. It's a star, isn't it? Oh, Ganymede's a star, yeah. What, whatever. They're gonna... No, no, Ganymede is a moon, you're right. What is the... Uh... He's my favourite Smash Brothers character. Ganymede, yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Lo- love it when Link beats up Ganymede. Uh, but yeah, the... it's going to be Andromeda 2, right? It's got to be. Nah. Yeah, think... that, that game was such a, such a great game, and uh, you know, it sold, uh, <laughs> sold so well. People have been crying there's out. No, there's no fucking chance that this game, <laughs> marketing, branding, whatever way, shape, or form, has anything to do with Andromeda. Like, this is all <laughs> about re-establishing the words Mass Effect, meaning what... There's, and this is part, probably part of why they're doing this remaster as well, right? They need to claim back yeah. what the term Mass Effect means in the eyes of most gamers, especially anyone whose view was uh, tainted by fucking Andromeda. Yeah, which I know I mean, not everyone hates, but yeah. Listen, there's there's a lot of Andromeda taint, and some people like taint. That's just this is this is true. This is true. Yeah, that's it's just how it is. Uh, they did so release. I, a, 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 sorry, Jonesy. They did release a lone image of some fucking spaceship on some fucking planet. Who gives a shit? It's just a fucking image. It doesn't matter. But point being, it's going to be a really long fucking mm. way away. You say that. We had a whole section talking about the single image release for the Nathan Drake movie. Yeah, so and you know what? Should, some should people we have, care about should one. Should we image. have no? Probably not. No, but it was a slow week. Uh, I do have one question because uh, I did not delve too deep into this kind of news and maybe you guys can shine a light. Is this Bioware doing the next chapter? of the? It must be, right? Surely. I have no idea. That seemed to be the implication. This came out of Bioware's blog and I believe it was written by Casey Hudson. Uh, Casey Hudson has kind of been the de facto, you know, godfather of the original Mass Effect's but then also worth remembering that he was the guy who I think he left for Andromeda, which kind of kept his reputation intact. But he was the guy that came back for Anthem. So everything pinches salt yeah. when it comes yeah. to Bioware nowadays. And hey, still waiting on that Anthem too. Oh, can you imagine the next chapter is like uh, Mass Effect, Anthem. They just combine the two. No. But Anthem 2 is Mass Effect 4. Mass they Eff- double no, down. Mass Effect Andromeda Anthem 2. There we go. Fucking nailed it. Or just Mass Anthem. anthem mass effect. Anthem 2. Mass Anthem. <laughs> mass Anthem, yeah. So I, I don't... Do you know what's funny? So I, I will get this because I, I really enjoyed uh, what I played of 2 and 3, which wasn't very much of 3. It was a decent amount of 2. Yeah. Um, but... The only well, okay, for people who don't know, the only reason I stopped playing was because the PlayStation 4 came out and then I couldn't play any more... Of th- so three came out. It was so good. I went back to two because I heard one was shit, so I didn't play one. <laughs> so I went back to two. But now I have the option to play one, two, and three. But I think I might still give one a miss because the <laughs> issues I heard about one don't answer things that you could solve with textures and visuals and, up- and I just, remasters. I don't um, know how you look at those characters, Shepard and all the rest of the crew, and say. I've missed an entire third of their journey. That blows my mind. I, it didn't. Do you know what? It, it wasn't that bad. And by the time I'd sunk a decent number of hours into two, I I <sighs> got a, I'd got far enough and rebuilt it far enough in my mind that I knew what was going on. An hour not so, spent in the company of Garrus Vakarian is an hour uh, an hour not lived. <laughs> fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Jonesy, I've got a. But I'm, I've, I'm keen I've, for it. I think it'd be cool. I've got a recommendation for you. 
Just watch the uh, the fucking fifty five hour Mass Effect movie on YouTube at two times speed. <laughs> it would only take me twenty five hours. <laughs> hey, basically, uh, it's an option. Okay, it's I'm just laying it all out on the table. It's a for solid you. It's option. An option. All right, solid guys. Option. Well, before we head into the other bits of news, uh, just want to mention that this uh, this whole podcast and us talking a lot of bullshit around Mass Effect and. Uh, PlayStation, uh, Next Gen, all of this, it's all made possible with uh, the little, a little bit of help from our friends, okay? Our patrons, that's right. We are funded by Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash, I've done again, slash, slash, slash. I do that sometimes, don't worry. Happens to the best of us. Yeah, it must be all this uh, alcohol and uh, drugs that I've been consuming, right, fellas? Ha-ha. Oh, ha. big time. Ha-ha, big you time. know Chris in lockdown, he can't keep himself away from the Yeah, stuff. you know me. Ooh. Uh, just but- cowpole. He just necks cowpole <laughs> by the ball. That, that, that shit's a godsend. Uh, I just need to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, patreon.com forward slash super show if you'd like to help us out, you know, letting us do what we do best, which is talk about games very badly. <laughs> like I'm, yeah, so I'm glad you ended on yeah. that note. That's Because yeah, we, we got, hey, it's in our tagline, right? Uh, hot takes and trash opinions and uh you know we're, we're trying to live up to that name so there you go but uh yeah on the patreon there's loads of different uh tiers that you can go check out we've got a discord we've got a um a minecraft server i've even started a fucking spotify playlist boys what do you think about that one tell the folks at home what it's called uh, they always turn into such trash so quickly what was it, it was uh, uh, Su- super show boner jams uh 2077 Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's you know what, it, it got off to a really solid start. I say, <laughs> yeah, you know, it did. actually, for the sake of clarification, Chris, you need to tell people what the kind of the sure, okay, the mission statement was. Yeah, so so the mission statement of this was like, give us your best cheesy music. You know, the the ones you bop along to, the ones you sing, the 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 tunes, the melodies stuck in your head for fucking weeks on end. And I was like, okay, Discord, let's fucking go wild. Let let's put this together. And yeah, it, as you said, it started off really fucking solid. I was really impressed with uh, a lot of the inclusion, some some kind of like left field choices, but totally fit the brief. But then it started going a little bit pear shaped, didn't it? So yeah. I, I got to I got to go back in and 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 clear up some stuff. But hey, it's there, you know. If you want to check it out, um, we've also got a whole bunch of like behind the scenes stuff. Um, We've got another podcast that we have on our Patreon, which is called the Super Show After Dark, where we talk about pretty much anything except for gaming, uh, with a lot of uh, rude anecdotes, as it were, and a little bit of behind-the-scenes chit-chat. But yeah, go check it out. I mean, you know, no pressure. We'll always be here for you, but it's always nice to lend a helping hand. And uh, the people that have lent a big helping hand, you can see them on screen right now. And I've got a few names to call out, fellas, because... These guys have helped us out quite a bit. I'm talking about AIM, Aaron Cameron, Athletic Gravy, Brett Zed, Freddie K. Official, Hacksaw Book Reed, Jesper Camdahl Nielsen, Leo Merger, Lonnie Thompson, Manuel Guerrero, Martin Skihan, Mindful Pig, Nathan Pierce, Scary Omen, Starfall Kid, and the dudes that, uh, you know, they, they, they are the giants on the shoulders that we stand on. And I'm talking about Peaswad and the Dude Abides. The giants on the shoulders that we stand. Yeah, on. so we're not the giants. Standing on the shoulders of giants. Yeah, exactly. They're the giants, and and we, you know, we we can reach such heights because of them. That's fat thank shame. you to all of our patrons. You are fantastic people. 
Thank you, yes. Appreciate you it, everyone. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. You know who else I appreciate? Is William Sherry, because he's got Ooh. comment of the week. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, uh, is it sad I know OnlyFans for the fact you reference it? Hold on, wait. I've read or, this wrong. Or the fact. Or, or the, the fact. fact that we referenced it. Is it sad that I know OnlyFans, or is it sad that the fact that you reference it? Damn it, reading comments at the beginning of video makes no damn sense. I guess because if you read the comments before a video, we usually have a code word for people at the end of the video. Oh, and they, right, they, yeah. they just start typing shit out, and it, it might get a bit confusing, but I, that, that's part of the <laughs> game that we like to play. A little bit of a cat and mouse with our audience, you know? A lot of people use the code word in the comment section of last week's thing as well, which I, I was surprised by because I went back to look through the comments <laughs> at some point. And I was like, why is everyone talking about Sylvester Stallone like wanking? And uh, <laughs> it turns out that's just what we told them to talk about in a roundabout yeah. way. Yeah. Someone even came up with their own code word, which was, which uh, was? sphincter's list. So Sphincter's yeah. list. Sphincter's yeah, list. Yeah, I mean... There we go. It's a good, it's not a bad code word if that had come up. Did we talk yeah. about? Oh, did that come up last week? I, I think I, I mentioned it as a little bit of an aside, you know, just a just a, a, a quip, as it were. But there we go. Just a. Just I don't a, think it's a quip if you just say Sphinx's list. Quip. Just you know, <laughs> when the, when the, when people need a bit of a rhyme oh, to get that a was laugh. It. No, it was someone. because Jonesy was talking about the way that, that you beat a, a lie detector is because you you. You, you squeeze you your sphincter. Your yeah, you squeeze your sphincter. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah, they made a movie out of that called Sphincter's List. It was a bad joke. Okay, let's just move on. <laughs> uh, anyone in the comments, if you have tried to fool a lie detector by tightening your sphincter, wow. please let us know. Actually, yeah, we need some below. eyewitness reports. <laughs> yeah. Does it work? Jesus Christ. Uh, but, yeah, there we go. Uh, patrons and comments, thank you all so much. Uh, guys, it's, it's roundabout now that I just want to tell you that besides playing a copious amount of Dota 2's new Diatide Halloween event, I finally, finally went back to Sekiro. I streamed it on Monday, uh, and, I, and it, it's interesting. So I, I connected up my PS4, okay? Uh, <laughs> I deleted it on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, geez, you, you wouldn't be surprised, right? Um, but yeah, uh, twitch.tv forward slash hot panic, if you're wondering. But I thought to myself, you know what, Let, let's, let's try and get back into Sekiro. And what better way to do it than kind of force myself to do it with an audience? Because it's so easy to just kind of like, which is what I've been doing, just put it at the back of my head saying like, oh yeah, I'll get around to it eventually. Like I always wanted to, but now I've kind of put it front and center and saying, let's fucking do it for the, for the viewership, right? And I loaded up that game and the save file was from January 28th i hadn't played it for the entire year pretty much wow and and i went in i went in fucking no lubricant nothing try as and i didn't remember fucking anything about this game and you know how long and and so i started the game to defeat a boss which was the true corrupted monk and you know how long it took me to to defeat him boys i'm gonna guess you didn't defeat him I did, Jonesy. You, you, oh, logged, you did? You logged off before. Yeah, I did defeat him. Uh, nice, it, it only nice. took me an hour and 50 minutes to beat one <laughs> fucking boss. But I did it. On That's stream. That's a solid effort. That's a solid effort. It is That's a solid not bad, 50. man. That's not bad. You know, I was quite chuffed with myself. I was quite chuffed. Given that you hadn't played it for nearly a year, I think that's pretty decent. Yeah, and yeah. You know, but, but you know what the frustrating thing was? Is I knew that if I wasn't out of practice, it, it definitely wouldn't have taken me that long. Because... From from very early on in the fight, I kind of like identified his attack patterns, 
which is what these games are all about, right? It's basically like a rhythm game. Um, but I, I was just kind of like too slow, too sloppy, not in tune with the rhythm of the game. And uh, See, this is why I really want to play Demon's Souls when I get my PlayStation 5. Yeah, you've got it, Jonesy. But, no, but the problem is, you talk about, like, you say, like, oh, the rhythm. And I, I don't care about the rhythm. Like, when I just get through with sheer brute force in every game I've ever played, nah. I'm so impatient. I cannot well, no, you're, stop you're wrong. and you're wrong. watch because, what they do. Because if you play a game, if, if you get into a game, whether you think you are into a rhythm or not, you fall into the step of the rhythm that the game is, is supplying you. I, I don't care. Like, okay, we're going to talk about uh, a game that's got a sequel coming out later, but Jonesy, you're a fan of Kerbal Space Program. I am. Guess what? That's got a fucking rhythm. Idiot. No, but it hasn't. All games. I don't know if Kerbal Space Program... I don't know if I agree. I, I that, was like, okay, have you played Kerbal Space Program? Yeah, and I was like, what's the rhythm of Kerbal? To, you to launch... Be, to be fair, that also, was, that the was rhythm a of really is, poor example. Yeah, I have an app on my phone that tells me the delta V I need in order to change my orbit pattern so that I can do a, uh, I can get close to somewhere to switch. There's not much rhythm. There's a lot of maths, but not much hey, rhythm. Ma- maths, maths is the uh, the music of the universe, Alex Jones. So. It's true. It's um, true. Yes. No, but true. what I'm saying is, okay, maybe, okay, yes, Kerbal Space Program and let's say those those kind of like scientifically based simulator games are are wrong. Let, let's go. Star Citizen. Star Citizen has a rhythm. <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah. When it, it comes does. out, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. It's the rhythm at the moment is just the orchestra kind of fucking warming up, right? <laughs> that was still my favorite stream that any of us have ever done was watching Jonesy try and pretend that Star Citizen. Well, in fact, even that's not fair to Jonesy. Jonesy uh-huh. was trying to pretend the thing. But Jonesy at least showing the world how much of a shit show Star Citizen still continues to be <laughs> highlights such as the char- the head of Jonesy's character <laughs> literally disappearing and Jonesy going to the shop buying a can of drink and pouring it into his non-existent <laughs> head just down his neck into his body and then going outside and the door getting stuck behind him so he couldn't re- he was slowly freezing to death this headless man freezing to death in this building he could get into until he glitched through the door and his body heat started getting uh, it was unreal <laughs> that was an unreal stream right but and hey that had a lot fewer bugs hey, than sorry, it had Chris, last time I played I, 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 what I was trying to say is that's the rhythm of Star Citizen that's the rhythm it's yeah. the rhythm of the glitches <laughs> yeah that's the rhythm of the glitches listen you can Se- ride the glitches in yeah mm. so boys Sekiro okay now that I've beaten the uh, the true corrupted monk there are two more bosses left to go three if I go for the the kind of the optional end game boss which I really don't think I want to get into but yeah so um you know who knows maybe maybe this time next week you'll you'll hear me saying that I broke my PlayStation or something I don't know we'll, we'll see uh but yeah that's that's what I've been playing this week what have you guys been playing AJ why don't you uh, go next I actually kind of want to hear about your adventures in some of these games oh oh um I've been fortunate enough to play two um uh, very new titles, one being Watch Dogs uh, Legion mm. and the other being um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, both from Ubisoft, obviously. Ah. And do you know what? They have... I'm not particularly far into Valhalla. I've only played a couple of hours. Um, I think I'm about 16 or so hours into... Oh, no, so maybe more like 20 hours into Watch Dogs, so I've still got a decent stretch to go into that because um, obviously open-world game. I've been doing a lot of side quest stuff. Both very good. So... I would say Legion, surprisingly so. 
Um, I've had a really good time with it. The the way that that system works, whereby you can identify uh, different characters that you want to jo- recruit onto your DeadSec team, and you can have up to 45 of these characters. Um, and you can sort of switch between them as whatever you like. And the way that they've, the way that kind of works, it just feels really good. Like, which I'm surprised at. I yeah. kind of thought it was going to be a uh, a novel thing in the game, in the game, and it was going to be something that we'd say, "Oh, that was fun." But it's so it works surprisingly well. Yeah. But also the fact and how they've managed to weave together the sandbox that the game is, the the fun that you can have with it, how kind of wacky it is, because it's kind of dark. Like the ideas in the game are really dark. I did a mission um, a few days ago where you find out that effectively the the Albion who are who have taken over sort of policing the state are working in cahoots with this dodgy crime family and they're sweeping up people on the street. Oh, hold on, Jonesy, sorry, sorry, hold on. Before you continue, you have to you have to say it properly. These fucking dodgy criminals. <laughs> These fucking dodgy criminals. They're sw- they're sweeping up people that are kind of like they can either be. Um, or they're undesirables, whatever reason, you know. They'll say that they're foreigners or that they they haven't been paying their taxes or Those whatever. Those geezers, the they must be and, having a laugh. These, look at, been look, hot. these three have been running a gaming podcast and they say the word dick too often. <laughs> See, <laughs> that that's, one's that's, African. You, you're <laughs> laughing, but that's exactly what they do. They they have those funny voices, those like, fucking hell, I can't believe you've done that, you knobhead. They have that. <laughs> and then you have a mission where they're they're taking organs out of people to sell on the black market. Oh wow. And it's okay. kind of this they marry the sort of the the humour and how dark the game is with this wackiness that actually works surprisingly well. Um and the hacking's great, like the hacking's wicked. Um as you'd expect it to be, but it's yeah. come a long way since uh, since number one. Number one, I think, was in retrospect, is like kind of dull, and the stuff you can yeah. do is a yeah. bit like yeah. doesn't really work that well. Is it's kind of is pretty boring. But this is just fun, and there's a lot of stupid things you can do. So yeah, had a, having a blast with with Watch Dogs. So you said um, you're about what twenty hours in that one? Yeah, I think I'm about twenty hours into it. Um, but I've but I've done a lot of side quests and, and stuff. And how so long is it? Like forty hours or something. It's a yeah, it's a decent length of game. Yeah, so okay. I've, I'm I'm yeah. barely I'm I'm maybe halfway through. If okay, I'm so lucky. so you've got twenty hours left to go. Let's say okay, let's just call it twenty hours. And then uh, how far are you in in Assassin's Creed Valhalla? Oh, like so I barely scratched the surface. I'm like two hours in. I've two done, hours. Um, okay. Yeah. And yeah so from from, from all accounts, let's say I've heard that that game is about sixty two hours. It's like sixty so hours. So you're looking long, at game. eighty hours. And yet, you also say that you're going to pick up um, the Mass Effect trilogy. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be a great time for them to come out in they spring. Would be amazing in spring, if they came out right now. What what amazing timing! Yeah, that it would be. be amazing to come out now. By the way, I didn't say I for me. This is specifically for me. I was saying as yeah. a, for a release, they should just drop. By the way, Mass also, Jonesy, how out. how are you doing with Death Stranding? I have not touched that game oh. probably in in Jonesy, six months. Sorry, I, I know you're just <laughs> so, talking yeah. about how you're really interested in the look of Demon Souls, but. You've pre-ordered uh, <laughs> Spider-Man Miles Morales, right? So you that's going to be next week. Well. And, then, and um, I, think, I think you I, I believe you got a Punk 2077 somewhere yeah, along the line. That, like like a, that's coming out a couple mm, weeks Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a it's a busy time for games, you're right. Full Basically what this means is this is Alex Jones's um last podcast with us here on the Super Show. Yeah, before I just literally <laughs> yeah. s- just sign off. Yeah, it's going to be like Jones, you ready for the podcast this week? And he was like, "No." 
You know, I'm, in you know the how... I'm in the hospital because of fucking being sucked dry just trying to finish Valhalla. You know how Stanley Kubrick died making Eyes Wide Shut? That would be like Josie. Like, just, the credits will roll on Valhalla. He has a heart attack. As, as the, as the... <laughs> this is what they've, they've kind of done to us, is that they've suddenly just released so much stuff out there that it's pain... Like, I, I probably I thought that I wasn't going to get um, as many of these games to play, and uh, the stars have aligned, and I've managed to play a whole load of them. Yeah. Um, but they're also really good. So like Val, so we'll talk briefly about Watch Dogs. I've only played a bit of Valhalla, but from what I've played so far, like it looks very, very good as you would expect from Assassin's Creed game. It's yeah. gorgeous. Um, it does have a bit of a feel of Odyssey about it. Um, it's in a different environment, but it feels kind of familiar. Like the the little the fjords that you start off in the beginning anyway so little islands and the sky and this and the um the sea is is very reminiscent of odyssey but a completely different um you know part, part of the world geography yeah but it is a beautiful game like you look up at the what do you call it the northern lights and stuff and you and yeah. the way that at the mountain oh it's, it's such a goddamn beautiful game but then i was a little bit unsure of it at the beginning like some of the combat feels a bit odd to me yeah um it's like I'm sure it would get fine. I haven't played enough of it. But one thing that I did play that was actually legit and I was, I've was i played probably like too much of. Um, so I must have actually played more about Valhalla because I reckon I've played at least an hour of this little in-game game called Orlog, which is a dice game in Valhalla where you <laughs> roll dice. <laughs> it's almost you like, did. you know, like, is it like Hearthstone or Gwent? It's one of those kind of in-game games. But it's actually really good. And I thought it might be a, a real game, and I was like, maybe I can well, buy Jonesy, you know what, if, a physical version, but apparently it's made up for the game. That would be, oh. be cool if they released it, though. But you see that you might be onto something here, because Gwent got spun out into its own thing, right? If, it did, if, yeah. If you, if you fucking nail this one, practice at it, become really good, when that inevitable spin-off comes out, it's the standalone spin-off, and they make an esports out of it, and that they try and <laughs> grab a lot of attention by having a really big prize pool for their first esport tournament of it. You could be there on Ground Zero, my friend. Was it, you? You jest. I'm. I'm actually making for my own channel a uh, a how to play Orlog video <laughs> next week. I've already planned it because I thought it's a really easy thing to make. It's quite a simple game, and I need to get back into just making content. So I was like, do you know what would be a cool video to make? How to play Orlog. Nice. So I think I'm going to. Um, I'm going to put that together. So okay. you, so hopefully next week I can tell everyone that they can check out my channel, Super Show Jonesy on YouTube, and they can see how oh. to play Orlog in all of its glory. <laughs> nice, I like it. Uh, but before we move on to, on to you, uh, Jamie, seeing as Jonesy dropped a little bit of a hint and a teaser of an upcoming video, I'm going to drop a, a hint and a teaser of an upcoming video on our channel. So, uh, you know, something a little bit different, something you may not expect, but hey, it'll be coming out... In a couple of days' time, if you're listening to this on uh, Spotify or YouTube, so check it out. All right, indeed. Monsieur uh, Jim James Jigolos, what's what's going on in your well, uh, lots. You know how (laughs) Jonesy was saying the stars have aligned, and he's playing all these really cool (laughs) video games, these really exciting (laughs) video games. I'm not playing any of these really cool video games right now because. Let's just say the stars haven't aligned, and I <laughs> maybe naively kind of swore an oath, uh, an informal oath at that. Ah. Uh, was to, it a blood oath? I mean, with myself, you, so you, I kind of had kind to of like, cut my palm yeah. and I just rubbed my hands together for a little bit and then lick them. them. Did, um, you, did you touch yourself as well then, like dance? That wasn't necessary. 
Well, I think that's I think that's more of a Greek uh, sort of slant on the. <laughs> Listen, I I know you, and I know no, that you you require a lot of lubricant. Okay, so. <laughs> no comment. Um, no, like so. Basically, I got you guys know this, and I, I get weirdly anxious around all these games coming out. Best way to play them amount of time to play yeah. them and so on and so forth and i ended up sort of thinking do you know what i've got a lot going on outside of games at the moment so i'm going to wait till the ps5 comes out as i've already got my pre-order and yeah try and experience as many of them on the <clears> ps5 <throat> as i can in an order that makes sense so the assassin's creed and watchdogs of the world i'm just kind of waiting on it kind of sucks as we hinted at earlier that we're here now and lots of our u.s brethren will be holding the xbox series x's or the playstation 5s probably in their in their knee on their lap, like cuddling yeah. them at the moment as we speak. Well, they'll probably be crushed to death if it's the PlayStation Five. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah, their knees turn to dust. But we still have a whole week to wait. Um, yeah, and so I've been filling that gap with uh, smaller experiences. Let's just say one of which, Chris, to go back to what you were saying earlier, is most mm. definitely an example of a rhythmic game. I finally picked up the. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake. Oh, quality, um, yeah. Just just looking for like little things that I could plug the gaps with and not start. I didn't want to start a new open world or a new 60-hour adventure. Yeah. I yeah. needed something that I could play in those bits of downtime between bits of work. Uh, and that was that. And I, I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm, I've only done the first, let's say, three or four stages of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 because I'm trying to do it all in some kind of order. It takes yeah. a little bit of a while to rediscover that muscle memory. But get, they've get done, into the rhythm. Exactly that, Jonesy. <laughs> but what they've done is what we talk about a lot, don't we, with these remakes, which is sometimes you're not trying to recreate the actual feeling of playing the game back in the day. You're trying to recreate the feeling that people remember having of yeah. playing that game yes. back in the yeah. day. Yeah. And they've done a very good job of that. Um, so that, unsurprisingly, get, it gets a recommendation if that was some, a game that anyone was waiting on. The second thing I've brought to the table <laughs> is is a little bit different. It's actually got a bit of a show-and-tell element to it uh, because uh, it won't work that well for anyone listening to the audio, but I'll try and describe it as I go. But hey, I thought uh, for anyone watching on. the video... Yeah, good way to get people over to our YouTube and watch the video. There you go. If you are listening to this in audio form and you want to know what I'm, what I'm poorly describing for the next couple of minutes, <laughs> get yourself down to YouTube. Uh, one of you tell a joke for like 10 seconds because I'm going to grab this thing. Uh, uh, I don't know. You put put us on the spot now. That's uh. Well, it doesn't uh, matter. I'm oh, back already. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, hey, hey, Macarena. There you go. There you go. That was a a, a great joke there from our very own Christian Edis. Thank you there for hosting and your cool. on the spot joke telling ability. I I bought this thing <laughs> called the uh, the Split Pad Pro. Um, <laughs> And yeah. uh, it's uh, it's an accessory for what Jonesy described earlier as a dinky little console that plays kids' games. <laughs> it is essentially uh, replacement Joy-Cons for the Nintendo Switch that are the size of a full controller. Yes, um, dude. Now we're talking. So, like, okay. uh, I and many other people with either big hands or fat hands have probably experienced this thing. <laughs> there are two issues I always had with this, which is sort of the regular Joy-Con setup. One is obviously the buttons, the face buttons, the the analog sticks, and so on and so forth, are a little bit small. Yeah, and they're a bit, uh, they're a bit cramped. A bit cramped, yeah, and it can be tough to go from one to the other. And the other problem that some people have had, and there are actually cheaper accessories than this that fix it specifically, but if you imagine like the back of a Switch, it's usually like completely flat. Um, yeah. And you think about your three last fingers, your middle finger, your ring finger, and your little finger. They're used to almost curling around something yeah, yeah. rather than laying flat on oh, the back yeah. of something Oh, like yeah, it. buddy. Oh, come on, Chris. I'm not talking about jacking off your f- 
little oh, Neither was I. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's out the gutter now. I'm talking about the Split Pad Pro now, I promise. Um, <laughs> basically, this, this adds a little bit of extra volume to the grips, the handles of the, a little the bit size of, heft, of the Switch. Yeah, a, little bit of, a little bit of girth. A little bit of heft. Chris, I'm going to say it again. Something for you to wrap your fingers around. <laughs> um, I just saw this thing online and I thought, you know what, it wasn't too expensive and it looked like it might have solved some problems around the Switch and yeah. my, uh, that I have with the Switch. Let's look at it. Looking good. It looks, it looks cool. How, how, much, how much was that, if you don't mind me asking? It was, four, it was 40 It was 40 so, so is that know, is, that's not first party though, that's third party, right? So it's the, the company's called Hori, I think, H O R A, and my understanding is officially they are, licensed. They are the licensed right. third party, which yeah. means they are they're not Nintendo, but they are the company that are allowed to make for Nintendo. So the packaging, right. I won't bother going to get it, but the packaging is all like it looks like a Nintendo packaging. Yeah. They use yeah. all the same shit. Um it's it, it's the build quality is not amazing. It's not like having a, you know an Xbox Elite controller wrapped around a Switch. But yeah. if anyone's ever right. had any strange feelings around, uh, you know, face button placement, face button size, especially the triggers, playing something like Super Mario sixty four recently, I was like, yeah. you know what? I kind of, as someone who plays always in handheld mode but always at home, yeah. I don't care that I lose a little bit of portability. So yeah, sure, sure, yeah, because because the triggers on the Joy Cons are absolutely. Atrocious. Okay, yeah, don't, you, can, don't, you can also don't, see yourself. Don't show people this. <laughs> That's what I see when we're recording. Which is actually, so you can now fair. play more accurately. You can play little dinky, colourful games. Yeah. So when your, uh, so when the Mass Effect trilogy doesn't release on the Switch, <laughs> I'll have to find something else to play. I'll have to play dinky little Splatoon two with my hyper accurate, oversized. <laughs> what are we uh, What are we getting shown here? Oh, is that that's Chris, uh, you see your setup. That's my setup. There you go. The funny thing is, all of our setups aren't that different to what people see at home anyway. So yeah. it's like a weird peek behind the curtain. That Except in Chris's, I can see three tied up naked men in the background. So I don't know what that's about. I'm meant to talk about that. People will be able to read read about that on Wikipedia in a few years' time. <laughs> wow. Um, but what, what have you been playing on, on your Split Pad Pro? Nothing. <laughs> just looking at it in the corner. <laughs> He just wants to grip his fingers around something with a curve. <laughs> I want, no, Chris, wrap my fingers around them, please. Get the terminology right. Sorry. No, it, as, as fucking dumb as it sounds, I bought it, I put it on, I was like, yeah, it works, and then I put my Switch down for another week. <laughs> you see, this is the problem that I have with the Switch, is, is that's that in a nutshell is my experience with the Switch this entire fucking year. Yeah. Which is like, it blows my mind when someone, like, we had uh, Peaswad in our Discord who decided to buy Hades, uh, you know, a very good game. He bought the Switch version, for all yeah. intents and purposes, a very good port from what I've heard. And he shared his, like, stat screen the other day. He's cleared that game, like, 50 times. <laughs> wow. Fair play to him. I haven't, I haven't finished the game once yet. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> me neither. I keep trying, but I haven't a got there A good game, yet. though. A very good game. game. Very good game. I haven't, I haven't anyway, touched it yet. That's uh, that's me for the week. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. I'd say just off the back, I, I was a little anecdote because just before lockdown, um, something that Jamie you will not remember because you probably were a sperm and an egg at the time, but um, <laughs> Chris will probably remember when the original Nintendo. Do you remember when the original Nintendo came out? Or not? Do you remember when it came out? You won't remember that, but do you remember like playing it at all? The the big grey yeah. blocky thing. Well, I've I've, so my... I've said this before. In, in South Africa, we never had it. We had a, a, a oh, Chinese right, okay. knockoff called Golden China. 
Oh, right, okay. But so my mum found her original uh, Nintendo Game Boy um, oh, just nice. before lockdown. And she she had the ma- um, magnifying screen as well. Yeah, like she I had, that I had the one light of those. In it. I had one of those. And the light, we put battery in it and the light still worked. And it was in, she has Tetris on it and it was incredible because <laughs> I sat there and tried to play it and it's horrible. <laughs> and the screen is about, it's like this big, like <laughs> as a square. Um, yeah, and trying to pull it, I was just like, this is insane. A- I don't remember it being this bad. There's a Game Boy in the Nintendo store in New York that was blown up in the uh, first Iraq War. So what was it? Desert Storm. And it still works, but it's like all melted. So they have wow. it in this like display case um, with like a constant charge. So it'll never run out of batteries. And yeah, it's actually, it's, it's functioning. Those things were built to last year. They were like Nokias of the day, you know, like the fucking 30, <laughs> 30, keep going. 3310s and shit. But um, before we move on to kind of like the, the other two news stories that we've got, on that split, split Pad Pro, remember when the Switch came out and we're like, this is genius. You can take those Joy-Cons out. And then we all, we all said, oh, they'll probably like release like fucking game, GameCube controllers and different kind of shaped controllers oh, yes, for yeah. the fucking thing. But the only thing that Nintendo have ever released themselves were those shitty NES controllers that clicked onto the side that was just such a gimmick for the nintendo online service yeah it's just such a missed opportunity and and split pad pro just fucking exemplifies that right yeah yeah i think especially because i, don't, I really don't know what purpose if any of those snes controls even served so no no the, none the idea they were, they were that, nes yeah. they, were, they weren't snes they were nes ones oh sorry any even worse yeah so the idea <laughs> they didn't even fit properly on the fucking thing they were they're taller than the actual console itself like yeah. it's just it it, it defies expectation like explanation I mean, nintendo are the kings of making money in all the places you would expect them to make money and yet yeah. also turning down perfectly good opportunities to make money in areas where they just fuck <laughs> like o- online is such is something oh, that yeah. they're still it, it, nintendo are scared of the internet and they're still trying to wrap their heads around how that works <laughs> where you've got sony and microsoft trying to squeeze every single ounce out of us monetarily <laughs> in, in term, monetarily speaking you know all through online services and, stuff. and nintendo don't get it but don't you think a, a big part of it? I mean, we we had a bit of a um, a long discussion around how stuff's made in a, one of our recent after darks, which uh, you can check out if you go to our Patreon and you sign Ooh. up for um, five dollars a month or more. Scumbag. Um, <laughs> but there's a weird thing in the industry. I think in in all of the big companies that there's a sense that they they're a little bit emperor has no clothes, and I think half the point half the time they don't know what they're doing and why it's so successful. <laughs> that that's why they're scared of new things. Like I think Nintendo should be scared of the internet because I don't necessarily they would know if they would know how to make the best use of it if they tried to jump into the 21st century properly. Because at the moment they just it seems like they're still improving on their 20th century tech, <laughs> yeah, which is great, which is brilliant. But- there are some examples of them like seeming old-fashioned and very gradually improving on old-fashioned shit. There are other examples of them almost seeming like they're scared. Like, hey, let's create a 35-player Super Mario Battle Royale and let's make it temporary and let's make it disappear after a certain amount of time. Like, what <laughs> In do you, case you don't like it, what are you scared it will disappear. What are you well, scared of? fucking 3D Mario All-Stars. Right, let's, yeah, let's literally take a video game off sale. Why? I don't know. Yeah, never mind that it's... I think some report I read, I don't know how accurate it was, but saying like it's the most successful uh, Mario launch, like in history, really? basically. Wow. Maybe, yeah, like, maybe. 
the Switch is an overwhelmingly popular console at the moment, and a lot of people are looking for software. We all are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm buying, just, I'm buying hardware for the software <laughs> I don't have. Like, yeah, I'm not playing it. Yeah, you, you're just waiting for that uh, Metroid Prime 4, yeah? It'll come. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't even like the Metroid Prime games that much, but yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll buy those No More Heroes remasters or re-releases they just did. Oh, yeah, that, that, that got me mighty tempted. But anyway, moving on, away from Nintendo into their stable, their stablemates, uh, PS5 and Xbox, because I don't know if you guys have heard, okay, because this has been a bit... They're bit... not stable mates. Sorry, are we just going to ignore that? Wow. They're not stable okay. mates. This the stable for X for Microsoft and Sony is is a fully 4K realized lovely high definition stable sitting over there. A gorgeous 4K stable <laughs> sitting over say. there. And the Nintendo stable is an adorably cute little blocky plastic stable for a toy horse no, which has so got you... its own little area so what outside you're saying and is, over to one over what you're in saying one corner. Is, like uh, PS5 is like an Arabian, Xbox Series X is like a fucking, what are they called, Palominos, and uh, Nintendo is a, a Shetland pony. More like a mule, maybe. <laughs> you can't call oh, them a mule harsh. when they're so successful. They're, they're printing money, more money than anyone else is right now. None of it. Not, I'm not saying the mule's not worth money. I'm just, I'm, mules are adorable. I'd love to have a mule come live in my garden. I wouldn't want a horse. <laughs> but at the same time, like they don't share the same stable. Wow. Sorry. Just, yeah. Anyway, look, I was telling you guys about this. <laughs> to, um, to be fair, that's probably how PC gamers think about like console cucks like me. Is there like a one hundred percent? You don't belong in our universe. Well, there you go. <laughs> right, but I was uh, I was trying to inform you guys about a little known uh, news story that has come come to me through my underground sources, my my little <laughs> canaries, as it were. But guys, I, I'm glad you're sitting down, but. As you're sitting down, I'm just asking for you to brace yourselves, okay? Because you may not know this, but the PS5 and the Xbox Series X have now launched in most territories. Not there true. There we go. I was going to try and like act like, you know, but I can't bother. Nah, yeah. me neither. I, I, kind of, I, I lost steam when I was trying to tell the joke. I kept on getting interrupted by fucking the horse whisperer over there. Sorry, I apologise. Do you know what's what's really strange about this, the whole PlayStation 5 launch, I told you guys just before this, is that I've effectively completely ignored it and pushed it out of my brain because I don't want to even think about it until... Well, yeah, because everyone fucking gets it except for the UK. Well, not true. Europe Europe in general, yeah. No, just the UK. (laughs) (laughs) We're not even in the EU anymore. We should get it at the same time in the other countries. Just London, okay? Just London. We've all been fucked. Do you know what's hilarious is you would have got a whole load of people to say Brexit was worth it if we got it before <laughs> Europe because technically we're not in... You would have had a whole load I mean, of people change It would have been minds. the most significant thing to have had an impact on my <laughs> life as I know it out of that whole situation. I'll say that yeah. much. Yeah, like, not much else has changed yet. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, unfortunately, we kind of like lost out on that for at, at least a week. I think uh, Xbox Series X has launched, yeah? Is that correct? Two days ago, yeah, that yes. was the 10th. That was, wow. all, it was world three world days launch. ago from when this yeah. is set, yeah. Yeah, wow, okay. Wow. You know, like, I don't want to sound like, like make a whole thing a situation a bummer because it is what it is, and we've had a couple of months now to swallow that pill. But if you told me, let's say six months ago, that we would be going into the next generation of consoles and that our first podcast to go out after they all came out in roundabout terms, that none of us would have had any one of them and we'd have had no hands-on time to talk about them. Yeah. I'm, I, like... 
it is one of those things, like one of the sad realities of, <laughs> yes, in this case, being based in the UK, which is hopefully a one-off occurrence, but also the whole kind of small creator thing where you really just want to join in the conversation and, and inform people and share your yeah. thoughts and stuff like that. And it's like, to be a week behind fucking sucks. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have to rely on our patrons telling us about like what it's like yeah. from other countries. They're literally, they're literally sharing pictures of them with their consoles at the moment. Yeah, but hold on, hold on, because you you guys at least have PS5s incoming. I'm probably <laughs> who gonna... knows who fucking knows. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I I haven't managed to track one down, and I've kind of, I think I've kind of made the decision that I'm not going to get it this year, which kind of puts mm-hmm. me in the very awkward position of. When it comes time next week to talk about it, I'm going to have nothing to say. You know, that's maybe, when you get to be the host. You just ask the questions. I don't want to host all the time, you maggot. <laughs> and then start spending money on video games that aren't Sekiro and Dota. Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, yeah, well, but hopefully, hopefully, at least next week we will have um, uh, Jamie and I would have had some hands on time, and we would have been able to hopefully, I guess, stream something as well, so Chris can have a look at some stuff as we do it. Speak um, for yourself. You can vicariously, you can play. I, I ref- you know, you can say, click on that. Do I, that as I though refuse. You, next I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to fucking mute the the <laughs> the Super Show WhatsApp group that we've got. I'll mute the old ATG group that we got. I don't want to hear anything coming from your guys' mouths about the fucking PS5 and how oh, it's so fucking cool. Wow. I don't want to. Okay. Don't want to know about it. All right. Okay. Uh, we'll keep our lips sealed. Next week we'll have to find some other news stories to talk about. Let's hope something else happens. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm not doing the podcast next week. I refuse. I'm gonna. That be, aside, should gonna we be... should we get into talking about some information about the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation <laughs> Five launches? Why did they come out this week or something? Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, there's been a huge influx of obviously reviews for both platforms. The games, technical elements, load times, backwards compatibility, fucking errors, uh, false fake news, fucking memes all of this shit and it's been a little bit of a roller coaster because uh as much as jonesy you said you've kind of been trying to avoid it i have not and my twitter timeline is filled with fucking all of this stuff and it just breaks my heart because i just don't have it don't be too Uh, sad chris yeah it's all right but uh yeah, launch games are mostly reviewing really well some people are saying the best both of them both of them. <laughs> yeah. Wow, shots fired. Wow. Uh, with some obvious exceptions, I think uh, Godfall is at a, is it like a six, in the 60s percent? Six, 61 on Metacritic. Oh. If, if only um, one sort of gaming person on a podcast had called it something like a mobile game back when it was getting um, shown off, then they would have given you an inkling that it was going to be shit. Yeah. Oh, wait, I did. Yeah. You know, you know uh, God, Godfall smacks of uh, Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer was always that kind of title that PlayStation carted out as a as their racing uh, launch title, and it's just okay. It's not a racing game, but you know, it's like fucking hell. They just smacked of just 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 make. Here's a studio. Let's give them money just so they can make something so it's out in time. Right, right. I see. Yeah, like just so they could say they had a launch title. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I think um, um, Sony have done a really, they, they had a really good idea, which was to get Miles Morales out there for launch day. And I mean, let's be serious. Most people have been talking about that. It's something you can get your teeth into. Not only is it a good idea because it's not just 
showing off the graphical um, facets of the PlayStation 5. It's also something that everyone was also obsessed with, with yeah. um, Marvel yeah. Spider-Man, and you've given them a massive taste again of that in yeah. in this new gen. And, and and it was such a good idea. And Demon's Souls seems to be absolutely bossing it, and I'm very jealous. I'd like to yeah. get my hands on that. I can't believe I want to play that. Like, <laughs> do I, I hate, it I do, must hate myself. Like, I know, I know, I, the nice thing about Demon's Souls, right, is that, so much of what's happening around the launch of these consoles, whether it's with cross-platform and cross-generation games, or even exclusive games like Spider-Man Miles Morales or Astro's Playroom, they're all really exciting to play for one reason or other, whether it's Astro focusing on the DualSense controller, or whether it's games like Assassin's Creed having really decent performance modes and the opportunity mm. to play Assassin's Creed on a console at 60 frames a second, all this stuff. Ray tracing, great. What I really like about Demon's Souls, and it's not enough probably to get me to play it, but it's the <laughs> fact that I like looking at that game and going, holy shit, this looks so fucking good. Yeah. yeah. And the weird thing is, it doesn't have ray tracing. Like, yeah. It's not a game that has all the bells and whistles. And on top of that, it is a remake, a remake that actually uses you know some elements of the original code of a game that's oh, you know, dude, getting the, old now. The AI of all of the the enemies and bosses... It's yeah. un- untouched. Yeah, I was actually I watched a really interesting interview about it because they were talking about how Shadow of the Colossus almost what they did is if you imagine game DNA, I know that's a bit of a naff way of putting yeah. it, but Shadow of the Colossus was kind of the original game's DNA with Blue Point's DNA built on top of it. Yeah. What they said with Demon Souls is that wasn't really working, like it was almost too much. So it's almost what they've described as an intertwined DNA. So there are moments where like actual Demon Souls is code, like you say, Chris, the way the AI yeah. was coded back in the day is there as it was back in the day, fully pristine, but with sort of Blue Point's own work to kind of make it not feel any different, but look different and run different and I want to say in I, I watched the um uh the what was it called? What do they call them? The oh, Sony State of Play. Um, State State of play, play yeah. And, and and that was the one thing that piqued my interest was when they said They've managed. They've they've changed some animations and they've changed some um, thing, the way some things look in order to update them. But the feel it was it was they were really really no, sort of it was, stuck on the. It was the timings. The timings of each attack, like how long it takes to swing a sword. I'm sure they it's, said the, it's exactly the same, but the animation is different. So yes, but I'm sure they said it wasn't just the timings. It was like the feel of the game is the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so because I think a, a timing. I, I, think I guess you'll you find Alex Jones. They said uh, the rhythm. Of the game, the rhythm, yeah, the rhythm of the game. Know. But I think they're right. That's what's that's what's important in those sorts of titles, right? Is that you don't want people to walk into that and it to feel really off and wrong, and not even not even wrong, just different. Yeah. You have to capture the feel. And like I think Jamie said earlier, you you not necessarily trying to remake a game as it was. You're trying to remake a game as to what people remember it being, even if the people remember it slightly wrong. Yeah. It just needs to it needs to feel right, and it it yeah, and it looks by all accounts they've done it. And it looks incredible. And even though I'm not a Souls game kind of guy, I'm like, man, that looks good. I really want to play that. So good. Same. But it's nice that there's still stuff to look forward to. And I think, I think we discussed this last week. But it's really neat that Astro's Playroom seems like a must-play early yeah. title, pack-in title. It's pre-installed in every PS5, and a great way to see what the Dual Sense is capable of. I'm glad that Miles Morales is good. I like. I can see this might you might laugh, but I can see Sackboy a big adventure being something i get someone to buy for me for christmas just so i have yeah, something yeah sure yeah for, for, i was tempted i was sorely tempted with, with that as well can, yeah. can i tell you guys something that i was tempted with and yeah. the, this is gonna sound so fucking crazy i am so tempted to get mars morales on ps4 hmm. 
I don't, that's not a bad idea at doesn't all. Doesn't sound crazy, dude. Doesn't sound no. crazy. As you, if you know you're not getting a PS5 for however many months, and you love Spider like that Spider Man and want I did, to see yeah, I did. Miles at Yeah. And for all intents and purposes, I've heard that this is I, I know some people who prefer this to the original Spider Man for the reasons you didn't occasionally like the original. Like yeah. I think we've mentioned him once already in this podcast, but Jeff Gerstmann from Giant Bomb was saying he didn't like the stealth sections in the original Spider-Man. He didn't like the Mary Jane sections. And yeah, me either, he yeah. felt like when he was playing Miles Morales that part of it, obviously it's shorter and it's streamlined, yeah. but there's also this feeling of Insomniac Games going, oh shit, let's just make a really good Spider-Man game. And it's going to be shorter as a result. Yeah, but it let's not worry about that. padding it out. Yeah, and even like the side stuff and the open world stuff is just not quite as like never ending and strewn about as it was in the first game. <laughs> Those and fucking pigeons, that with, man. Jesus. Right, exactly. But you combine that with Miles as a character who I think probably thanks to things like Spider-Verse and so on, we're all somewhat drawn to now. Probably more so than Peter Parker in a weird way. <laughs> then uh, yeah, I, I can't wait, dude. There yeah. was uh, there was something yeah, weirdly sorry, almost you, fr- you, PS4 version, I say go. No, for but it, but you know what the, so the issue is this is like you said with um uh, Valhalla and, and Watch Dogs for you, Jamie, is like, you just want to play it on the next gen. Like, I you know I'm going to get, I, I know I'm going to get the next gen at some point. And it'll probably be like the very beginning of 2021, as crazy as that sounds. But then again, that's like pff, a couple of months away, you know. If I would, you know what, if you, if you're going to, if it's going to be early Jan, I would probably say hold off. Well, I, I don't know when well. it's going to be. I'm, I'm assuming but it's going to be yeah, early that's what Jan. You, if it's going to be any later than that, like less, if you're talking February, March of 2021, then I'd say, look, Marvel Spider-Man was a great game. Why wouldn't you want to play uh, Miles can, Morales? Can, on I, can I tell 4? you why though? Because I wasn't going to just buy Miles Morales. I was going to buy the the fucking Ultimate Edition with the remaster oh, right, of, okay. of Spider-Man One because I really love that first Spider-Man game as well. Right, and I was going to replay that. Oh, I see. Fair, uh, fair enough. Yeah, then, yeah, and it's like. Yeah. I, I, I just wish that there was a version that I could buy where it's that, like, ready for PS5, but until I get it, it's like, oh, yeah, just play the PS4 version in the meantime. Does, does it not work like that? I don't think with, so. I don't think so. And I, with, and a, I can't with, a lot of ga- with a lot of games, it does. And, and uh, dude, trust me, I've, I've been... No, no. Not, not the backwards compatible, the forwards compatible. Yeah, no, no, the, no, no, the other way. So if I buy the PS... Loads of games are forwards compatible. I, no, I, I don't know no, about no, Miles Morales specifically. It's, it's, it's a backwards compatible. It, it's the weird one. I want to buy the PS5 version. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I understand and, exactly what you're saying. Like, let's say a digital version. Yeah. And then it'll pop up in my library on PS4 and I can play it. Yeah. I, there's, there's nothing that I can... that Because I've, I've, I've searched for it. There's nothing that I can see online that can concretely say yes this is how it is i don't know about miles morales specifically, specifically with the but loads of games like if you bought the ps4 version of assassin's creed valhalla right now you'd be buying the ps5 version as well like they explicitly, I, no, I, I know they explicitly I, I know, say that in the i store. get that but yeah miles morales i think is is that specific case that i'm just i know what chris no means there's a, there's a special edition version of miles morales which is also the spider-man um update version yeah, but hold on, Jonesy, even, even, if blah, 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 blah. even if it wasn't even if it wasn't that no okay, chris if chris, you go chris, onto look, amazon it, right now they've got yeah. a ps4 version and they've got a ps5 version no 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 yes like i'm on the i'm on the playstation store right now yeah you go to editions it's just one standard edition that says ps4 and ps5 on it 
one not standard the, but edition. But not that, not that like deluxe double. There is an ultimate edition, but it's also PS4 and PS5. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's maybe maybe that's. Uh, well, nah, nah. The, well, no, you see how excited I'm getting now. I'm losing the, all my the, words. This is this is also the thing because you know how we've been talking about like how PS5 games are uh, more expensive. Yes, that is the case. But obviously, there are a bunch of games that haven't been made more expensive. So I, I hate having to do like uh, you know do live internet stuff when we're recording, <laughs> but it, it's effective. So if I go on Amazon right now and type in Demon Souls, yeah, it comes up at sixty nine ninety nine. Yes. That's because Demon's Souls is only a PS5 game. Yes. But if I type in Spider-Man Miles Morales... Yeah, but that was never a full, a quote-unquote full-price game anyway. No, I know. I think I know what Chris is talking about. There's a Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition that I think is only a PlayStation 5 game that you can't buy, I think, PlayStation 4, which isn't that the... the the Marvel Spider-Man remastered version plus yeah. Miles Morales, which is, okay. is different, I, right, I, or something? I, didn't really I mean, can't remember. I didn't Let's really mean for me to go get into such a thing. <laughs> Basically, I just maybe need to do a little bit more research, but nothing that I could see could indicate that to me. But yeah, maybe I've got to do what Jamie did and actually try and investigate it through the PlayStation Store on my PlayStation and see what happens. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, you like, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah good Play, so, like, this is a statement from Sony. Yeah. Players who purchase Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales on PlayStation 4 can upgrade at no additional cost to the PS5 version of Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales and can take advantage of a paid upgrade to download Marvel Spider-Man Remastered. Well, maybe I just do that. Then. Oh, so, so it's the so the ultimate okay. edition includes that already, but that's only on the PlayStation Five. So, so yeah, I, but I, it's I, I, the one that Chris was talking about. But if there's right. a route, yeah, then that's the route that I would have to do it. Then e- the easiest way to do it is to buy the digital versions. Like if anyone goes on the PlayStation Store right now and looks up like like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, yeah, there's a thing that just says like the PlayStation Four mm. version of Assassin's Creed Valhalla has a thing that says includes PlayStation Five version. Yeah, and one thing, one nice thing about these consoles being out is we actually know how that works. I was reading some tweets yesterday. Someone who installed uh, No Man's Sky, which of course uh, there's a PS5 version of it. Apparently, the way that stuff works is it's actually not a patch, which is the way it was sometimes described. What happens is essentially Sony or the PlayStation acknowledges that you own that game, and the PlayStation Vive version of it becomes free in the store. Oh yeah. So someone, oh, right, so, okay. someone so someone, oh, uh, the person who was tweeting owned the PlayStation 4 version of No Man's Sky. It wasn't that it got patched to become a different game. Yeah. It was just that the PS5 version became free in the store. Yeah. Because they because it's different. Xbox are doing smart delivery yeah. where the old version literally goes away. Like you can't play the old version in backwards compatibility mode. PlayStation aren't doing smart delivery. These versions all coexist. Yeah. Which is kind of confusing, but there we go. That's interesting because I wonder what happens. So I own the disc version of No Man's Sky. So I wonder what happens where if I then in the store get, you know, oh, you own the the PlayStation 5 version of No Man's Sky. If I then sold my disc copy to somebody else, does this does it then I say th- I think you need to put your disc in in order to download I think the PlayStation? You, I think you would need the PS4. Play. I think you'd need the PS4 disc to verify the that yeah. you own the PS5 version every it, time I play it when you launch it. Yeah, yeah, that I would kind of so. make sense. Yeah, I think that's what you have to do. <laughs> so you're just fitting the disc. What, in honestly, too. it kind of sucks, especially with Christmas and that stuff. But I think the simplest route around all of this is to buy digital wherever and whenever you can. And I know that doesn't work for everyone. I know that band like uh, like download caps and bandwidth it's all a nightmare. But yeah, yeah, like I don't know. Okay, well that's good. That's good, Messy. fellas. You, you've kind of 
you've helped me out through a, a, a constipation in my life. So yeah. thank you. Also, although I will say on the exact same note, fuck Call of Duty because they are making <laughs> their version with both ten pounds more expensive. When even EA aren't doing that with the Fifas and Maddens of the world. Yeah. Well, Activision and I, I think, you know, we're just scratching the surface of some bullshittery with pricing. I mean, you look, at, uh, you look at NBA fucking 2K, and that's, that's, that was one of the first games that was like, oh, no, this is a $70 game, right? Yeah. Yet they still have these, like, in-game adverts that you need to watch. Like, uh, you know, plus whatever other fucking monetary practices they've got going on there. So I'm at, I'm It's, it's going to take a little while to sort itself out. It's going to be wonky for a while because, so look, they need to put the price of games up. They've needed to do it for a while and they're going to have to do it. But they, for whatever reason, I don't know. They're, yeah. they're, Dude, you know, I, I, messing I, around with I don't mind. I don't, like, as long as I can afford it, obviously, I don't mind paying <laughs> a little bit extra for a next-gen title. Like, it's not a fucking issue. It really shouldn't be as much an issue for people as they think it is, but, you know. We, we mentioned PlayStation, but I wanted to just mention Xbox Series X as well, because um, on, on release day, a mate of mine had, um, he got his Xbox arrived at his house, uh, and he sent me some video that he'd done. Obviously, it doesn't quite capture how... Actually, no, I probably would. I mean, he's <laughs> I've got a, a decent iPhone, so is he. So um, uh, he showed me video of uh, NBA um, uh, 2K21 yeah. that he was playing, and it looked incredible. Ab- like He paused it, and he was flying around. Like I guess it's photo mode, yeah. where you can move all around the court and see every- the lighting effects and everything in that game. Like, staggering. Um, it almost looks... It almost looks like you're flying around a real game of of basketball. Like it's, <laughs> it genuinely looks incredible. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the Xbox Series X transit because uh, some fake news has been spreading. Do you see those um, those videos and tweets on social media of uh, people's Xboxes seemingly like blowing up in a cloud of smoke? <laughs> and what, it t- yes. what has it turned out to be? People have been vaping inside of like into their <laughs> fucking Xboxes and the, the powerful fans that it's got, you know, to dissipate all that heat, just fucking thrusts that, those fumes it's kind, up it's kind, of impre- kind of impressive, isn't it? it it's it's quite, quite a cool effect. Like, to see it happen is it, quite cool. It's cool, but, but my, you know. Microsoft had to release a fucking statement and the statement literally said, I can't believe we have to say this, but please <laughs> do not vape into your Xbox Series X. I I have a bit of a I have a conspiracy theory. Oh, like, here we go, oh. Alex Alex Jones, everyone. Let's hear it, Jonesy. <laughs> what <laughs> if they were worried that they were going to be uh, not not necessarily truthful, but they were worried about like reports of overheating or this or that because a couple of cases are going to there's going to be issues of a couple of units and there, they'll get blown out of proportion. Essentially, it's got a bit of a disk drive issue. Uh, yeah, I've, so so exactly. So I've seen the disk drive issue where somebody's disk drive um, was messing up and it was sort of screwing around with the disk and loading very strangely. But if that's one unit out of like hundreds oh, of thousands of units yeah. that have yeah, been released, totally, these, totally, yeah. It's it, someone could have like some delivery guy could have dropped it by accident. The person could yeah, have done. De- there's a billion things that could have caused it. Defective units are a part of electronic releases. Full stop. Like just uh, yeah, yeah, for whatever reason it is. So, but here's my conspiracy theory: in order to get ahead of the the sort of the one unit overheating and, and people going oh xbox overheating or the, you know so what they did was they released the videos of people vaping into them <laughs> to kind of then that becomes the news story of viral videos of fake yeah smoke uh, overheating and then any real stories about the units yeah, overheating it, it, just get washed it's, away it's almost like they they looked at all the um 
the failures that they've done through their like tests and everything. And they're like, what's the, what's the worst thing that can happen? And then what's, what's the next step further than that? And they're like, oh, well, massive fucking plumes of smoke coming out the top. <laughs> and they're like, okay, cool. Release a video of that. And therefore, because that's beyond the worst that can happen, when the worst happens, they'll be like, well, at least it's not the fucking smoke plume. So, yeah. yeah it, it, they could have had one of a disk drive, like loading a disk in and shooting it out of the back of the unit yeah, into the wall. Into the guy's like forehead. Like, fucking, <laughs> you only would watch yeah. that video. They just, they, just hire, they just hire Corridor Digital to make like a fake VFX <laughs> yeah. reel of Xbox Series X mishaps. Yeah. But uh, the, the Xbox isn't the only um, console that is having issues. The PS5 apparently, and this is less of a, of a vaping hoax and more of a reality, unfortunately, is that certain, of, certain consoles have been bricked uh, and it, it, the, I think that, I think again this is only, I think this is literally like one or two units that people have, that <laughs> I've actually heard. I, I think it's less it's about like I think thing. it's less about the units and more about the the use case because if it's a bug in the system itself, anyone theoretically could be able to replicate it as long as they have the the proper series of events. Let's call them. But uh, from what what we've been hearing is if you are playing specifically Miles Morales, I think there may have been one or two reports out of other games, but Miles Morales seems to be the one that keeps on coming up that if you put, what, what was it, Jamie, you, you, do you remember? So it's like if you put my, it in rest mode or something and then switch it off? It, or? It, 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 it seems to be as simple as putting the console in rest mode or standby mode, whatever you want to call it, while you're playing either Spider-Man Miles Morales or some people reported Spider-Man Remastered. Um, right. That when you turn it back on, there is some kind of an error, and what happens after this uh, appears to be different from case to case. Uh, a lot of people get to the point where they get told that their their they, the database needs to be rebuilt, or some yeah. part of their hard drive needs to be fixed. That either doesn't doesn't work. Some people have been able to get past that, and it's gone back to normal. Some people haven't been able to get past that. Some people hasn't turned on. One person did it the first time, and now it is a state where. Every time he tries to turn it back on, he gets the beep, but nothing happens. Um, and yeah. the only uh, high-profile sort of person I've seen is actually someone in the Discord who mentioned it to me, and I verified it, checked his Twitter and so on and so forth. But um, ACG, obviously yeah. a very popular reviewer nowadays, he had this problem, caused his console to fully brick, worked or attempted to work with Sony to troubleshoot the issue, was uh, not having it fully bricked, <laughs> sent back, and they had to send out a completely new one. So... This is yeah. an issue. Um, I, it's, it's it's a bummer to have to put out some kind of a PSA on the day one of a new console, but I guess <laughs> to anyone playing PlayStation 5 right now, all we can say is, when in doubt, turn the console off when you're done with the, with the game or done with the session. But yeah, this does... Hopefully, it's like a fraction of a fraction of the people who actually do this will experience something yeah. along the lines. Well, I'm, I'm, and I'm sure Sony are scrambling to kind of get this oh, one Oh, no fixed. doubt. No well, doubt. There, there, was, there was one more as well that should mention in case it will affect anyone... Uh, of our audience but so there was another case where Yong Yi had um he had an issue specifically where when he went into rest mode uh whilst playing Miles Morales after a couple of hours the same sort of thing would happen the system would shut itself down he couldn't reboot it using the PlayStation button um he had to actually like go and push the button on the machine and then it would say rebuilding um storage um and he actually got to speak to a Sony engineer who said that the problem uh they found that there's a there's a possible problem if you have a Google router. So I, I suppose what Jamie said there is, is good advice, especially if you've apparently at the moment, if you've got a Google router for definite, don't put your 
PlayStation to rest mode. If you're going to leave it for hours, switch it off and then just until they can sort of get a handle on it at least. Yeah. Which uh, sucks. Yeah. I mean, that's the last thing you want is to get a brand new, uh, so, you know, <laughs> after a couple of days of having a, a brand new console is it to, to be messing up. But I've had this issue, not obviously like this, but I've had this issue with my PlayStation 4 Pro, I think as well, where you'd put it into rest mode and it would effectively shut itself down. And then when you reboot, it would say you didn't switch it off properly. And I was like, I didn't switch it off. It was in rest mode. So, oh, but right, not yeah. to the, not it never then said going like rebuilding storage or anything. It was just like, oh, well, you, have you not had yeah, to that, like, that re- happens, rebuild that the happens. database on the PS4? Oh no, I have, but usually through a crash or something like that. I haven't yeah. had it w- w- off off the back of a um, where I put it in rest mode and then it shut itself yeah, off. Yeah. I've I've had it where it's uh, done a hard crash I, yeah. and then it's. I, I, yeah, I put my PS4 into rest mode after a session, probably nine times out of ten nowadays, just to keep on top of updates and downloads. Yeah, and have yet to have an issue, but. Yeah, yeah, well, you see, on on my one because it's it's in a in hands reach of my son. So even though I switch it off, he just fucking clicks the button because he likes the blue light. And then eventually, it just goes into rest mode, and then it stays into rest mode for a week because I can't because I can't be bothered to, having to fucking flip over my fucking input on my TV just to switch it off again for my son to just switch it back on again. Like whatever, go uh, you go, know what the next go in level, rest yeah. mode. You know what the next level strat is, Chris? Mm. You learn the inputs you need to turn it off from the controller without seeing it on the TV. You can do it yeah. blind. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I tell you what, I'd um, not linked to a PlayStation, obviously, but <laughs> this week my my Switch was sitting on top of my, uh, my sideboard and my two-year-old, he loves it, right? It was off, but he loves it. So he picked it up and I turned around and he's standing there holding it in one hand and it, my wife goes like, Wait, what are you doing? And I turn around and see him and go, "No, put that down." And he freaks out that I'm going to tell him off, so he just threw it as though like he was uh, trying to pretend he didn't have it, and he just launched it across the room. And I was like, "No!" Oh but God. shout out to Nintendo because it was absolutely fine, not a scratch on it. Dude, it that's was, what Nintendo does best: fucking kid proofs all their robust, mate. Robust. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's got fucking bezels for days, son. But yeah, yeah. True. Um, should, we, should we talk about some of these load time stuff? Because these are quite interesting. It's a bit random, but um, I think... Uh... It, it, it's a bit strange because I, I was not expecting some of these things. So let's, let's break it down. So people have been looking at load times of next-gen games, uh, PS5 booting uh, as opposed to Series X booting. So this is from user interface into a game, okay? So NBA 2K21, PS5 gets into the game in 14 seconds, 43, fucking, what, milliseconds. And Series X was 22.81. So almost... Which is, let's say, that is mad. Yeah, it? that's, like, that's that almost is. double. That's so good. But it... No, no, I was saying how it's still mad. Oh, like, both, either of yeah, those cases, of them it's mad how quickly you're loading that game up and getting into actually playing the game. Absolutely exceptional. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition um, on the PS5. 19.5 seconds and then the series x 41.9 call it 42 seconds that is that is quite a major disparity uh in performance between the two of loading it's so this was and those those numbers i think were from kotaku so they they tested those two games because they were like the only crossover next gen yeah. titles that they had available between the series x and the playstation 5 that they could sort of do a head-to-head yeah. test on yeah it's worth noting that that's um that the DMC5 uh, timings with the big discrepancy, the one where it's like more than yeah. double, was them 
measuring the time it takes to get from the launch icon of the console's representative dashboards to the start menu by hit with but also hitting start to bypass the opening cinematic and apparently the oh, person right. writing the ah, person right. writing okay. so the the person writing the article notes that the Xbox Series X took a little longer to check the network environment than the PS5 um, oh, well. and there was an, and there was also an extra prompt on the Xbox Series X version so, so it could have actually been that that person specifically at that point yeah. their network was being a bit wonky. So. Yeah, I think. I, mean, I think, think. I think the the sorry. I, I don't know if we're all going to say the same. I was going to say I think the next gen comparisons are going to remain really fucking close, almost across yeah. the board, and really negligible. I think the interesting thing about the comparisons is maybe the bit that Chris is about to get to yeah. next. Yeah, which is the current gen games playing on the next gen systems. So, although is that can you say that anymore? Because now the the next gen is out. They are the, the, the Chris, current they're gen. They're the old gen. They're the old, old gen. Oh, sorry. Yeah, they're yeah. Old, old gen. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, looking at Destiny 2 on the PS5 took 57 seconds. And on the Xbox Series X is 47 seconds. So much quicker. And Red Dead Redemption 2, which, as we know, is a fucking beast of a game, took uh, one minute and five seconds on the PS5 and one minute and five seconds on the Xbox Series X. So I actually I I watched the video for some of these like the actual load times that they did yeah. for these. Um, oh, so and there was something interesting was with Red Dead Redemption Two because I found the same number used a few times. Some people were saying the PS Five was one hundred and five, and some people were saying the Series yeah, X was one hundred and four. But when you actually watched the <laughs> video, um, it was one hundred and five point five point. Five for yeah. the PlayStation Five and one hundred four point nine seven or something for the Xbox Series yeah. X, which call, is like call, call, call that's that's less than half a second. Like, <laughs> yeah, come the, the, on! The, now. There are there are loads of really weird timings across all this stuff, and it seems like every outlet has different timings, right? And, and different games are affected yeah. in different ways. Like one that we I don't think we included there. We just included Destiny and Red Dead Redemption yeah. Two. I want to yeah. say Jonesy, those timings come from Gamespot. Maybe uh, it was from Gamespot, and then was yeah was was quoted by a couple of different places as so well. One that we didn't include from Gamespot: Monster Hunter World Xbox Series X thirty five seconds, PS five fifty one seconds. Yeah, Ooh, so that's like that's almost a, that's a big difference, like thirty five to fifty. Like that's so. There's a lot of really strange stuff going. Yeah, also that's, that's the longest one I've heard of. I think that that one's yeah. a, a big difference. Also, I'd imagine that. Um you know some some optimization will be taking place going forward that will kind of smooth out these curves a little bit more i'm a, see, i don't know about you guys but i i'm not that bothered about these numbers in the sense of like we said the, the next Dude. gen title the next <laughs> gen games are Jones, very let, very fast let me ask you a question okay yeah what car do you drive currently I, I have a uh, hyundai ix35 oh beautiful gorgeous car <laughs> would if I come to you and say, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that car away from you," okay, and here's a fucking Aston Martin, okay, and here's a fucking Porsche. Does it matter? Does any of it? Does any of it matter? Because going from your Hyundai to one of these fucking sports cars, it doesn't matter because everything. It doesn't matter whether it's a a fraction of a second faster or slower here or there. They are so bonkers. This next gen. 
what does what difference does it make? That's that's I was going to kind yeah. of agree with yeah. what you're saying there. Though is the next gen stuff is insane and is amazing and is so quick that when pe- what everyone's done now because they can't compare like like for like on the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X with new games because there aren't them they need to compare yet except for the ones we've mentioned that they've tried they've gone back to these um, these older games and they've said hey look at look at how these load differently. The problem is they're not comparable because the Xbox and the PlayStation had different. Uh, the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One had like different architectures, different frameworks. So to then take those games and put them on the next gen and to say, let's compare these, I kind of feel like you're comparing apples to oranges. Like, yeah. I, I care more about next gen going forward and how they compare, and they seem to be very close. I, I, I don't really care about the um, backwards compatibility side. I, too get, much. I get what you're talking about, but there is still an argument to be made that when it comes to a previous gen game, like let's say Red Dead Redemption. Two, for example, yeah. Neither the Series X nor the PS5 are supposed to be designed or have any specific architecture to handle that game. Theoretically, they're both a fish out of water. They're both in you know, you know, unusual territory when it comes to running that game. It's not what they were designed to do primarily. And yet, the on paper, the slower SSD is loading the game faster. That's the. I do think. While I agree with you that it probably doesn't matter. No one's going to be sat. Uh, you know on Christmas morning with their new console <laughs> under their TV saying, God, I wish the load time on this 10-year-old game was 10 seconds faster. But you can't pretend it's not a curiosity based on everything we were told about over and over and over again about their SSD. Oh, it's curious to me in the sense of I'd, I'd be interested to find out why, but to me it suggests that it's not the SSD. Like, because you can see that it's not the SSD because it's taken longer. But it's a, so it's a load that- time. It's literally a load time. It's literally st- the streaming of, data, of assets and data. Yes, but what we but what we've already we already know about these these new generations of things is the way that they structure things like on with the files and the way that the games are optimized is all different to take advantage of the SSDs, etc. No, et but yeah, but I'm so saying you, neither you, of them are structured in a way to take advantage of these. Yeah, old that's games. that's what that's, that was Jamie's point is that they're not optimized. So why is so why so, is the faster SSD loading a game slower when there's it's a race being run by two people? You're getting two long jumpers to run the hundred meters, and the slower <laughs> runner is losing. Because what I'm saying is you're, you can say that you're holding, you've got Destiny 2 here and Destiny 2 here, they're the same, but they're not the same. Yes, Destiny they are. 2, No, they're not. Destiny 2 built for the Xbox previous generation and Destiny 2 built for the PlayStation 4, they're not the same. They are the but, same but, game, but, but, then, but then, the architecture then, of the... When you start going into architecture, it even weakens your argument because the majority of games that were designed for console first were designed for Sony's architecture. It was the lead platform of the whole generation. But there, but it doesn't mean that it's a better architecture. It just means that, like, for example, what I'm trying to say is these current generation consoles are trying to make something from a previous generation work that they're not designed to. They're, this is a secondary function, if you like. So why would it be that surprising I, I think, that I think neither is, of them do it particularly well? This I mean, is, I know, this they, they, they this both all, do it really well. This is, this is all a, a little they bit do, They don't. I mean, Destiny, but, Destiny 2 loads slower. It, it, it's, it's all redundant, guys, because it, it's... It, there's going to be there's so many different games that are going to have so many different kind of values, and Sony will be better at this or better at that or what you know, and Xbox etc. And there's different variables where you could say, oh well, the the Xbox team wanted to focus more on Red Dead, so they paid more attention to kind of their backwards compatibility with that title. And then you can talk about how things load up, and like Jonesy said, the different kind of you know the subtle differences in architecture for the different platforms. It doesn't fucking matter. They, everyone's winning in the, in this one, but 
I'm not, I, I'm, not br- I'm not bringing it up because it matters. I'm bringing <laughs> it up because in the year that we had, where we were waiting through such a slow drip feed of information about either console, we <laughs> yeah. all sat there for fucking an hour and a half and listened to Mark Cerny, the most boring man in the world, to explain <laughs> why the PS5 was going to have an SSD so fast that you couldn't buy expandable storage and still can't buy expandable storage on day one to store PS5 games on. We've got a 600-something <laughs> gigabyte SSD. Yeah, you're, you're no, Josie, of- I'm not done. We've got a 600-something. <laughs> something you can buy ssd in there when call of duty alone is over 200 and we can't put our ps5 games on anything else because they wanted an ssd so fucking fast and yet it's still slower than the xboxes under certain scenarios why because is be, that not a, a, a you, point of conversation why are we so because you're con- breaking why are you're, we ma- so you're content to go that doesn't matter that much you're, ma- that you're making my talking point. you're you're making my argument for me what i'm saying is the ssd in the playstation 5 is faster than the ssd in the xbox series x the fact that these games load slower therefore means that it isn't the ssd that's the problem and it's something to do with like the the way the games are put on the uh, the digital games are from the playstation 4 era the the old xbox era it's something to do with the way that like it loads through the system is there's a bottleneck somewhere else it's not the ssd so you can say you can say super fast ssd it doesn't matter like the bottleneck is obviously uh, yeah, somewhere you, else you, you're right and i don't know enough about game dev to, to talk about where the bottlenecks could be but whenever they talk about ssds whenever they talk about the speed yeah. of ssds and you go back to mark sony's talk what was the the metrics in terms of game scenarios game examples he was giving us to measure the performance of an ssd he talked about load times the whole yeah. conversation has been directly about how ssds but, impact load times but so but this isn't fair man. Man. you can't you can't say to, yeah, you can't sony to release a console where the ssd is not the issue in the loading times it's seems counterintuitive but you can't look at an older game you could look at a seven-year-old game and then say why doesn't the playstation 5 load it faster it's like it's not it should matter built for what jonesy if you want the conversation (laughs) to not be about old games you release more than two good games at launch (laughs) but i don't really know how you'd solve that though so you want them to make a console which loads seven-year-old games far like super fast but then still has to worry about i want i want i want them to make a console that if you're going to brag on about how you've got the world's fastest ssd and again i've got to make this point because i think it's a really important fucking point if you're going to go so far to brag about your ssd and the speed thereof it that you make it impossible to add on to or to combine with any other ssd on the whole fucking market so that the playstation (laughs) 5's entire storage is restricted to that 600 will never gigabyte despite the size of the games that are coming out at the moment if you're gonna do that and you're gonna let your rival your direct competitor be faster at doing something that you know people are gonna do with a slower ssd then you need to check your priorities yeah. but, but it seems but like I'll, a weird then you oh, drop, then you drop, Jamie, the, you've Jamie, the ball by at least one metric but you've got to remember one thing though is and, and i can't remember the terminology that xbox had but they've their their <laughs> pipeline of basically I'm going to get this wrong, but as an example, okay, your your CPU and your SSD, the fucking pathways between them are yes. shorter in the Xbox. They they called it something great, 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 yeah. No, but, like, but I think like, I think that might be the reason why they I, might have. And and if you think about it, that's probably why they they kind of said, you know what, this consumer grade SSD is absolutely fine because we're pairing it with this different technology that'll. That'll help it along. If you would, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you had asked me one month ago, would I be disappointed if the Xbox Series, based on everything I'd been told, would I be disappointed if the Xbox Series X loaded 
previous gen games faster than the PlayStation 5? My honest answer would have been yes. And I'm not going to pretend that the answer <laughs> to that question has changed just yeah. because I've spent £450 on it, because I'm not one of those people. And I'm not suggesting that Jonesy is. But like, it strikes yeah, yeah, me yeah. as a weird argument when you can when you can say that the, the NBA 2K on the least on the less powerful system um, launches in two thirds of the time, and when DMC Five uh, Special Edition launches in half the time, like out on PlayStation Five on the less powerful system, and you then can say they shouldn't have bragged about how fast their SSD was. Like, it seems a bit. I get what you mean, but it seems a bit of a weird argument to say that I'm not happy because I can't play my seven year old games. Ca- but that, game but that's catalog. Also, it's like, also kind of in a year's time no, we're you, not going to be you, talking. You know, it's also kind no, of difficult with those games, though, fellas, because DMC Five Special Edition is a special edition of a previous gen game. But it's a but it's a PlayStation Five Xbox Series X game. It's, yeah, yeah. So it's, but, but it's, it's but it's so it's been it's been set up for this. Yeah, generation, but it's not a, it's the other not, games have. It's not a ground up build. Whereas let's say NBA Two K potentially is. But then you're also talking about NBA Two K, which is like notoriously unoptimized. So e- even those are kind of still faster. <laughs> Yeah, it is still faster. I mean, by a decent whack. I mean, that's like it's two thirds faster. Which if you spade. extrapolate that out, but it just if you if we're gonna be if we're gonna say that yeah. those those hard numbers for the um, older games, the backwards compatible games, if we're just taking them as red, then I think I, 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 I get I get what I get what Jamie thing. says though. Like if if we flip it on its head and say Xbox Series X always being touted as the most powerful, the most this, the most that, and it's not, well, you almost think to yourself, well. If that matters to a person, then that's that's annoying because then that's that's wrong. I get, I, I get what you mean. I get what you mean because I suppose, that, for example, let's say you played a game on the Xbox Series X with an, a, an old game that didn't look as good as it did on a PlayStation Five. Yeah, you would say, "Oh, it's supposed to look better on the Xbox." And then if every Xbox n- new game looked better than it did on the PlayStation Five, you would have an argument, but it would kind of be a weird argument because yeah. you're not buying it to play old games; you're buying it to play. New games. Mm-hmm. Well, I could disagree about that uh, that point as well. I think people, especially at the start of a generation where the backwards com- compatibility is touted as one of the main features, at least for the, the for its first year, like people would buy a console to play previous gen games. For sure. But we're talking uh, we're talking like about ten seconds. I don't think people playing Destiny Two are going to really kick off that much about the fact that it took them ten Look, seconds like, longer on like their I PlayStation said, Five. Whether it, whether it's the fucking Aston Martin or it's the Porsche, you're fucking you're smiling either way, guys. Yeah, we, we, we could be here forever, but I'm going to move it on to our final news story, which is also an interesting one. But I'm please let's not spend too much time on. It. I I can't have a fucking two hour podcast on my shoulders. Oh no, Chris Jonesy and I need to get at least one more debate in before this thing's done. <laughs> Can I can I just say because I will I, oh, yeah, I will no, say that no you cannot say no you cannot no, say no, I'm overruling you cannot say no, Chris, anything two v two v one I'm saying Jonesy can say oh my god because I because I think Jamie's point about touting is being fast I think will be really interesting <sighs> when you start to see those patches so when the when the upgrade patches for the older games come in if PlayStation Five is still slower than the Xbox games after those updates. Then the, that's the time when I will say, Jamie, I think you had a point. Like they've, they've, those patches aren't 
fixing something that means that they're faster. They sh- at that point, they should then be optimised for the current Fair generation. Enough. They should be quicker. I think I also just have a bit of a stick up my ass about the point. I, I'm not going to make a third time, but like <laughs> there are elements about the PlayStation 5's SSD and specifically in its size and its lack of expandability, given the, right. si- given the size of some game installs nowadays, that does run me up the wrong way a little bit. I understand it's a side effect of next gen and it's not yeah. that different on the Xbox side of things. But the idea of Black Ops Cold War being 200 and something gigabytes on my 600 gigabyte SSD. <laughs> yeah. No, you're Come totally on. right. That is, I don't understand why they didn't drop a two terabyte SSD in there. I really don't. Or, or, or even like the, the, the Xbox route. Fuck, see, now I'm getting fucking sucked into it, fellas. The Xbox <laughs> Get route. Get sucked in. Join us. The Xbox route. Everyone always says about how you, how you watch from the sidelines. Get stuck in. Yeah. Actually, you guys do my head in sometimes. But okay, so Xbox did. Oh, oh, fucking hell. Do I. Uh, <laughs> Come on. You've deflated me. No, <laughs> don't be deflated. Series, yeah, Xbox Series X. X has that one terabyte drive. Yes, and even though it fucking costs an arm and a leg, guess what? It's fucking available to you straight away. You know, like... That's, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Although I will say some, there was a few people, or people sort of mentioning the fact that with the, Siri, with the Series S, um, the usable space, and that is obviously much less than it is even in the Xbox Series X. And when you take into account the operating system and, and how much usable space there is, it is diabolical. Yeah, it's like tiny. Yeah, it's, another, it's like Cold another... War and one other game. But there's a, <laughs> yeah. there's a there's a flip side uh, to that, which is that the games on this Series S are much smaller at the moment. Oh like, right, the, okay, the, right, right. Well, yeah, because, because not... they're not the 4K versions. Yeah, I, I, right. I, so for example, Sea of Thieves is. Oh no, sixty-four uh, percent smaller than it is on Series X. Oh wow, it's 40, That's a big forty-seven gigs on X Series X, seventeen on Series S, as an example. Right. Yeah. So that they're is, they're doing some work to because they don't need those gorgeous four K textures. All right, boys, moving on. Gorgeous Square, 4K. <laughs> Square gorgeous. Enix has reported a six point five billion yen loss following Marvel's Avengers flop. Kind of, <laughs> almost, maybe. This is what we are kind of looking at this information, this is what we're extrapolating from it, okay? So this, this is what's happened. They've lost the equivalent of $63 million, okay? And they've stated this specifically in their HD games sector. Now, you know, they've got, uh, what, Final Fantasy, um, uh, Dragon's Quest, and, okay, Marvel's Avengers. Now, we know that Marvel's Avengers has underwhelmed let's put it nicely for them all right uh for, for now though chris it's a games as a service it's going to come back and storm it when they release some new characters yeah can't, can't wait for fucking it was kate bishop yeah oh, kate wow. bishop's gonna save the day save the day but um now, now it's interesting because square enix would not say how many units of marvel's avengers that they sold but they did mention that uh volume sold were only 60 percent of their plans so are uh, almost almost half of their inventory was not sold, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, then, then there's an interesting thing here, because p- if people take that, it, it almost implies that the game cost about 100,000 million to make. 100 million. 100,000 million. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm, t- I'm very tired. A $100 billion game, the world's yeah. most expensive video <laughs> game. Dr. Dr. Evil. 100 is, million That thousand. is a Dr. Mi- Dr. Evil budget right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... If they had a hundred million dollar budget, hundred million dollar budget, yes, that's correct. You got it. You got it. I <laughs> got it right. Uh, that would imply that imply that they only sold three million copies of the game. 
Yes, which I guess to then relate that back to the 60% of plans thing implied that they wanted to have sold 5 million, five million? inside yeah. the first month or two. Yeah. Now, keep in mind, this, this is something interesting that I kind of like found a correlation to. Keep in mind that this is a multi-platform game, right? There yeah. is there is a PlayStation-exclusive game, Ghost of Tsushima, or Ghost of Asakira, depending on your region, <laughs> okay, and your age, I guess. Uh, but that has been confirmed to have sold over 5 million units on a single yes. console. And it's not even like a known IP. It's a brand new IP, right? Yeah. Um, but- sure, the studio has a following, but that, that means hardly anything these days. And no, then you're talking true. about Marvel's Avengers, which is the probably the most recognizable overall brand out there. And it's just yeah. like it, it it doesn't make for good reading, doesn't it? It's no. a, it's a bit of a, it's a hard one because there's so like companies are shady of how many they sell. And Ghost of Tsushima is a Sony exclusive, and Sony exclusives usually hit really well. Yeah. But then, like you said, the issue is that's still only on one platform. And you would I I would have thought personally that due to the size of the fan base for the MCU, that just through friggin' osmosis, they would have <laughs> sold a decent number of units across every platform. And yeah. when you find out that it's sold like just over half of what Ghost of Tsushima sold, it's it's pretty diabolical. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's you know it's not you great. know what I find so funny about this w- was it in the after dark that we recorded where I asked you guys the question about what you thought about Avengers and and uh, I think, yeah I think it's the most <laughs> recent after dark yeah. yeah and and we had a whole discussion before this kind of news came out and that was. It's yeah, because you actually asked the question because it had popped into your mind like, oh yeah, you were like uh, Miles Avengers post-mortem and then literally a couple <laughs> of days after we did that yeah. post-mortem, here we are. Yeah, because it just kind of occurred to one. me that like no one was talking about this game anymore even though it was yeah. fine by most and respects like, but it but considered a flop like uh, was yeah. it i can't remember which one of you brought it up the fact that if you look at the if you looked at the concurrent player base on steam it was like horrendous like, yeah i think chris you were pulling up those numbers right yeah i, I don't remember what um, they were but it was like it was not I mean, good I, I i went on the subreddit for this game i think yesterday and i think the steam concurrence and 24-hour peak fell below arkham knight which they were I guess using as a superhero wow. comparison but obviously arkham knight is a single player superhero game from Five years ago, not a <laughs> continuous live service multiplayer game yeah. from two months now, ago. Now, okay, to be fair to Square Enix, they're, you know, we joke about the whole Kate Bishop thing and everything, but to be fair to them, COVID hit them in a really odd way in that none of their uh, roadmap plans for this year past release actually happened. Right? Because right, by, yeah. by now, what we should have had was we should have had uh fucking the the hawkeyes and i believe black panther but none of that has has panned out and black panther's been teased yeah i don't yeah, know if he was meant to be out by now i i think people are, were pretty certain that he would have but i mean fucking whatever there were there were even some rumors that they shifted that around because of what happened with chadwick boseman i don't yeah. know how true that is but yeah, yeah. but i i think from a lot of the reports that I was reading is that COVID hit the development team pretty hard and yeah. pushed everything out. So much so that I read an article for my sins. I can't remember which publication it was, but was saying that um, fucking Kate Bishop is actually turning out to be Anthem 2.0 for Avengers. <laughs> like it's all hinging on, on that kind of like See, that additional stuff. 
this is kind of getting into the territory we got into in that last After Dark, but I think <laughs> if they are moving in that territory, I think they are they are getting near to the point where they need to, you know, hibernate they, for a little while. Yeah. They need to stock up on cool shit. And they need a do. They need a do over. They don't need you, a. They need a. Kate they need. Bishop. They need to. They need to run a blitz play. You know, this yeah. isn't. You know, this is. They need to buy their time for a little bit, and they need to impress. They need to come out and say, "Hey, here's the next gen versions. Look how amazing this looks and runs on the Series X and the PS5. Also, here's two heroes, some new environments, yeah. enemy variety. Uh, you know, both in terms of the generic goons and the named enemies. I think if they stagger it out too much, then you don't get. And again, I apologize for anyone who listens to the After Dark. I'm almost <laughs> repeat myself now, but you don't get that pop effect that yeah. games have had. Like we, all the games we mentioned on that podcast, Diablo Three, Destiny One, The Division, and so on and so forth, they all kind of turned the ship around by having that pop effect where they said, "We look, look, we know what we did wrong. Here's the thing we're doing to fix it." Pretty much all at once. And in a lot of those cases, they even charged for that fix and got away <laughs> with it. And I'm sure that appeals to Square Enix as well. Um, so maybe that's what we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's a little bit, un, in a weird way, it's a little unfortunate that they didn't bring the game out a few months earlier, have the same problems they've had, and then get in a position whereby they could release the next-gen updates. Yeah, true. Like, sooner to take yeah. advantage of the, the sort of the, a little bit of a, you know, a slower launch window that they've got on the next-gen consoles because you might have found that they'd soak up some more people who yeah. were like, oh, my God, we need to something to play. Let's just frigging play, like, whatever we can, and then they would have jumped onto yeah. um, Avengers. But- I think I think it's really easy to take a live service game that you want to have a rollout of content for and be critical of it, but one way of looking at it that's just kind of occurred to me now and maybe should have occurred to me earlier, if I'm being honest, is that you look at the year we've had with this podcast, right, and how <laughs> yeah. much slack we have cut CD Projekt Red Time after time after time, the <laughs> yeah. fact that none of us have lost our temper, none of us have turned like shun, like shunned away the get from the game or lost any sense of loyalty yeah. or, or desire or to see that game. Yeah, or, or hype. hype exactly. Every bit of slack you show someone like CD Projekt Red, you need to show someone who's you need to show a team who's still working on a game that's already out because everyone's working under the same circumstances right now. Avengers was a game that was delayed when it came out, and now they're struggling with post release post launch content. You know, Cyberpunk has been delayed how many, however many times. Other live games, Destiny, their expansion didn't come out yeah. in September for the first time ever. Yeah. World came of Warcraft November. as well. Yeah, World of Warcraft. Like, clearly, this is a really fucking hard thing to do right now, and they're doing it with a brand new game. It's not an enviable situation yeah. to be yeah, in. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah. good point. Well made, sir. And uh, hey, let, let's let's end a fucking podcast on a good point, you know. Oh, see, I think we've got one minute to make this. Well, no, how long until we get to two hours? Jonesy, I'll tell you what, I'm just going to close my eyes, right, because I'm very tired. And, how long uh, until we get to two hours? Wait, Jonesy, you're not going to no. talk about this, are you? Yes, he is. Just Jonesy, oh, Jonesy you, you've got one minute to talk about it. I'm closing my eyes. And I'm, okay, fine. <laughs> go I was on, just going to push us over the two-hour mark for those people who it's, like it. It's not. Just talk about it quickly. <laughs> Okay, so for um, anyone who's interested, uh, the final news topic for today was the fact that Kerbal Space Program, unfortunately, has been delayed. um, Sorry, Kerbal Space Program 2 has been delayed once again. Uh, It was supposed to come out next year, and it has now been pushed back to uh, 2022, although they haven't given us a specific time. Oh, no. 
2022. Um, and the reason being uh, is that apparently it's taking longer than anticipated due to the game's complexity and the developer's intention to make the game um, more stable. And in their words, they think the game could last for a decade or more if they get the basics right and if they build a platform upon which people can mod and the uh, community can really feel engaged. And to be fair, off the back of the success of the first one, I don't think that's unlikely because it's very sort of unique well it's a tautology but it's a unique kind of game <laughs> um and the people got into it really got into it i've had a lot of fun with kerbal and so i for one am really looking forward to the second one Josie, um you know what it was what? that really helped me get into the first kerbal space where i go what's that it was the rhythm <laughs> the, the rhythm, rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. the rhythm of the kerbals just Got you. Got the you. rhythm of the curls. Well, you know what, Jonesy? I'm not going to let you talk about that any further because you've just given us our code word for people getting to the end of the podcast, which is the rhythm of the Kerbals. The rhythm of the Kerbals. This Kerbals, is the like rhythm it. of the Kerbals. Oh, That's not no. going to sync up, is it? Now I'm going to have to fucking sync that up when I... Whatever. <laughs> well, what's, the, what's the time on the big clock? Uh, I have 1.55, and with that, I will say thank you for watching... Or listening, or five whatever, minutes whatever, short. Whatever else know, you're doing, right? and I'll see you next time. I don't know what these jokes are doing. Five minutes. Bye. Oh.